Let's take a look at the board. And the categories are... Potent Potables. Joey, you like movies about gladiators. You're no messiah, you're a, you're a movie of the week. So you listen to me and you listen well. Look, well, let's not stand on ceremony, mate. Let's start the show. Well, howdy, everybody. This is the Potent Picture Podcast. I'm Dave, and uh, this week it's just uh, me, Matt, and Sean. Peter was unable to uh, join us this week, but uh, we'll, we'll press we'll press on without him. Although, you know, we we came to talk about the Kingsman, the Golden Circle, and as we all know from last time, we uh, we all really enjoyed the Kingsman, um, the Secret Service. So, you know, it's a little upsetting that he didn't get to talk about it, but maybe we'll catch him on the next one and get his opinion on it. But, uh, you know, it's the next, uh, the next iteration in... Uh, the Kingsman franchise, I think, like I said, we all really enjoyed it, so we were all excited to kind of go see this and uh, and catch it and talk to you all about it. So, first up, uh, we'll do, as always, our what you drinking and what you watching. So, uh, Matt, why don't you start off this week? Yeah, so I saw a few things. I'm just gonna I'm just gonna talk about a, a couple of them, but uh, I, I did give the Orville a shot. I only saw the pilot, but um, I think I Ooh. think that's something that I'll maybe not watch. Um, super actively but i think it's something that I'll, I'll, I'll slowly get through just nice to have on in the background um and, and sean you, you watched that right what, yeah what so i was again? actually i actually watched the second episode yesterday um as a follow-up because i know we talked i kind of watched a little bit the first episode last week and talked about it but um it's they're coming out like wildfire now they've already had four episodes in the span of two and a half three weeks now i guess so they must have switched the day on me, and my DVR just picked it up because uh, I hit record new uh, new episodes. So technology, man. Yeah, right. It's, I'm, it's amazing. I'm, I'm glad that it it held uh, you know held me in uh, in the loop instead of just being not not to get too distracted on that. But I, I do remember the days of being confused on when a show was airing when they would change it. It's yeah. nice that even if that happens now, we know it recorded. It, it uh, records. Yeah, we know yeah. It recorded. So even if we can't find it, it'll show up. It at some switched point. apparently like this. So yesterday, I don't know if it's going to stay on Thursday now or what. But I saw that when I was watching the second episode, they uh, it recorded from Thursday night. So I think it's switching to Thursday nights on Fox. But uh, yeah, I watched. The, isn't it like a isn't that like a death night? And they what do they call Thursday it? Thursday night. Like I don't. Know, I feel like people slides. at home no, on Thursday I mean, night. No, thir- Thursday night used to be much see, must see TV. So I mean, was that what it was? And, unless unless something's happened in fifteen years, I think they're still safe. But yeah. we'll we'll okay. see. It, Remember, they used to have like days where they would put them if they were like you know phasing it out. That's definitely still Friday. Yeah, I, it's, I, 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 it's yeah, Friday night. I feel okay. like Friday. There, there might the, be the day. Yeah, Fridays or uh, or Saturdays. Enough. Another one that they so anything like that. So would you recommend? So would y'all recommend actually starting this? Up? I mean, I, it's one of those ones that it. I think they're are they hour long episodes, Matt? I can't remember if they're hour. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're they're an hour. So they uh, they're a little bit. You know, it's definitely. I, I don't think they move fast either, but like they're okay. They're funny. Like there, there's funny parts to it. It's been two episodes. I'll, I'll probably keep watching it just because I need to find it. You know, some shows I like. I haven't. Uh, I'm recording a couple of new ones that I uh, that because this is a week where a lot of the fall TV shows are starting, so I was checking setting my DVR this week to kind of the, the there's a new show with Tina Fey that's going to be on uh, NBC on Thursday nights that I'm excited to see how it is, um, and then there's a uh, there's another show I just can't even think of what it is that I set my DVR for. Um, if it, if it wasn't the good place, you're wasting space on your. Oh, I, I mean, no, I'm already on that one, Matt. That's that's one that's already set up. That's right, Sean. You are my mistake. Yeah. What about the Good Doctor? What is the Good Doctor? I don't know. I don't know. They've been advertising it in every movie I've been going to. I was just driving from work to the hotel, and I heard a commercial for the Good Doctor, and I was like, "What?" Yeah. 
Yeah. It was almost like a Doogie Howser yes. thing, but it was like Oh, I did see something about that. It was from the creators of House. But it, mine was an mine was a, a radio commercial, so I didn't see anything. Yeah. I just heard it and I'm like, I'm not gonna look it up. I don't <laughs> oh. care. <laughs> well, I was I was thinking about this. I'm like, they really are starting to stick with the the good the good wife, the good doctor, the good place. Hey. It seems hey, like they were running out of like titles where we're just going to start a, making it's a good it's adjective. good and then noun about something. Just like so, just like boom. dark became a good adjective after the Dark Knight, good has become a good adjective for TV shows after whatever the Good Wife hit. That so. are probably terrible. What? I never watched the Good Wife. I, I I can't speak to it. I haven't seen it. Yeah. Though, Juliana Margulies. I mean, you get a little ER action from the '90s. That's not bad. I mean, if you really want to get some ER, you know, just go watch Ocean's Eleven or Twelve or Thirteen, and you get some George Clooney in your life, and you'll be good. Boom. We, we can talk way too much about uh, ER because I'll, I'll drop some Noah Wiley. <laughs> That's what I was going to go next. <laughs> I'd rather talk about some of the new fall TV shows, which I'm excited about. But uh, All right, yeah. fine. John, you can continue on with the fall TV. No, no. I, I think that the obviously the one that we were talking about here, the Orville, is one of those ones that I think people should at least check out because it's Seth uh, McFarlane. He tends to be a good writer. Um, but... Uh, I'm kind of excited about some of the the new season of This Is Us. Uh, excited about this this new show. Um, I can't. Wow. Oh, the second season of Riverdale. That's the other one I'm excited for. So uh, I, I could go on and on with this. I'm just going down this list, but uh, I'll, I'll kind of dive, kind of pass it back to Matt to let him finish his thoughts on what he's watching and what he's drinking this week. <laughs> I feel like I can talk more when I, you know. No, no, plenty. I mean, it's the fall. It's TV time. It's just plenty of t- plenty of time to plenty of options to talk about. Um, I didn't know you watched This Is Us. That's definitely something that I feel like I would watch. Um, kind of like Parenthood from five years ago. It definitely seems like it looks like the type of show that really hits that genre perfectly. Um, but it's not something I'm going to get into at the moment. But I think Orville is something that I'll give it a few more episodes. I think it's worth checking out, as Sean mentioned. Um, it may not have hit hit it out of the park on the first episode, but it was entertaining enough, and I think the cast and characters have plenty to develop. And so we should see how they how they keep going from episode to episode, and I'm looking forward to seeing that because there, there are some fun jokes in there. Um, I mean, do y'all want to kind of put it on the level of like a Parks and Rec where like the first season or first few episodes you were just I, – I, I, it, It's too early. I think, I've think i only seen the first one, so okay. I think it's too early for me. But Parks and Rec, I think when I finally did go through that, I, I, I was telling you guys that the first episode, because of the hype after The Office, I watched that pilot I think three times before I finally went through the series. <laughs> I'm glad I finally did make it through and get to appreciate it. But yeah. I, I think this is something that I, I don't know if it's – it's necessarily in that same that vein. Yeah, but I, I think it is something sense. where it's just a you know it's a typical pilot. They're starting things out fresh, and they'll be able to develop it pretty pretty well and get some good characters for you. Oh, I Matt, I just I just popped in my head. I'm sorry. The the Law and Order, the True Crime Menendez Brothers one. Uh, I'll probably watch it. I'm pretty excited to watch that too. So um, I I saw a pop up I think on IMDb probably. Yeah, and I hate I hate acknowledging how much advertising works, but. Um, <laughs> now we've got radio and uh and web-based advertising but i I completely i remembered them but i completely forgot about them so i just did a quick wikipedia and i was like oh yeah that's right so i may watch it i may not but i still need to get through the two versions of the oj simpson trial that we have back there oh they're so good yeah there's the uh the other one i was going to throw out there since uh you know we talked about a couple of uh i know we've talked about a couple of these things over the uh summertime but uh the superhero TV shows like Marvel's Inhumans that's supposed to be uh, 
coming out on ABC. I've I've saw it's getting terrible reviews though. Like people, I was gonna say it looks terrible. They did an early release in IMAX, so people yeah. paid you know movie ticket prices for it, and their reviews were just terrible. Yeah, I, so so that's we'll not see. getting a lot of love. It but looked that's terrible. One. Did anybody have any? Did anybody feel like it was gonna be okay? It looked well. They, terrible. I mean, they had a lot of hype behind it initially. The premise got me interested, but I I didn't see any trailers or anything, and then I saw the reviews. So. I have heard on the other note, though, with uh, the superhero thing, um, I've heard a lot of good things about The Gifted, which is the uh, X-Men show that's going to be on Fox. It's uh, like young X-Men. That looked kind of interesting. Yeah, yeah agreed. It looks, agreed. Though, so that, speaking of that, I still want to get through Legion on FX. Oh, yeah. That's another one that I haven't gotten. I've watched, a couple, I think, the first or second episode. and then I, I think never, I got maybe one, yeah, yeah. one, maybe two or three episodes through it. And um, it, it was well done, but I just I just never powered through. Not, not that it, it's an effort to watch, but. There was a lot going on in the in the spring, lots of TV and lots of movies. So, and uh, the other one that I keep you're talking about how you hate how uh, advertising works sometimes. The uh, whenever you watch NFL football, any show that's Fox or CBS, they like hype so much during the uh, during the games. So yesterday I was watching uh, some football games and they had uh, Ghosted, the one with Craig Robinson and uh, Adam Scott. I think that looks pretty funny. so I'm I, gonna, did set that to, probably, I did yes. set that to record. Yeah. I haven't seen. I actually haven't watched a trailer yet or a commercial for it yet. But just based on the cast, I did. I, I did set it to record. Yeah, just that's it's next Sunday. Love both those guys. Like, it's uh, okay. October first, the first show. So I'll, I'll have to set. I did not set because it you know it only schedules a week out on my DVR. But um, yeah, I'll probably that's one I'll probably get into too. So I'm sure we'll have more to yeah. come after next week as we get into the first couple episodes. So we can get some some. Yeah, some recommendations on what we should keep watching or stop watching. So, real quick, because we were talking about the Orville, I, I have not seen this, and I'm curious if anybody has watched it. But has anyone actually s- tried to watch the Star Trek Discovery? Oh no, I, I'm not a Trekkie though. This so. was just last night, right? Though, so I mean, was it? Yeah, oh, it, I didn't it was just last that. night, and I may, I may try, but I'm not sure how I'll get to. I did record it, but I'm not sure how I'll continue because I'm, I don't plan on picking up the CBS All Access. So, so. I, that's the thing. Is so they previewed it one episode to try and lure everybody in, and I was listening to the radio this morning, and they were like, well, you know, instead of, like, doing what Netflix does where they release the whole season, they're doing it week by week on their CBS yeah. access. So, so there's, like, they're just, like, pulling you in. So if they want to have a 12-week season or a 13, you know, 13-week um, season, you got to be in the thing for probably 20 weeks because if they do a mid-season break, you're screwed. Yeah, you might as well wait till the end of season one. Sign up for one month and then cancel, and then wait for a year. Yeah. Sign up for a well, month and cancel. Maybe they'll maybe they'll do a delay between the episodes. <laughs> you can only, you can only watch, watch one episode a week. week. <laughs> <laughs> That's funny. They, um, they will just not allow binging. That's a. <laughs> they were like, "We're going to change the. We're changing." That kind of irritated me with the um, same like the on demand. Like if you go back and try to watch a whole season, they only give you like the the most five most recent episodes instead of the whole season, which is frustrating. Yeah. So. Um, I wasn't able to go back because I know I've, we talked about The Walking Dead. I think it was last week, right? Um, we started talking about how your parents watch it, Dave. Yeah. Or, is that, or I think David says. Yeah, my parents um, watch it. So yeah. I tried to watch Fear the Walking Dead, the most recent season, and they only had you know the first, like the most recent episodes. And I was, it's like shit. Well, I guess I will have to wait a little bit longer. But uh, yeah, that's um, it's a bummer. Yeah. Ah, eh, well, it happens. Um, so I may try and watch that Star Trek one. But I, I, it, you know, as a, as a lifelong one, I'm, I I wish they would have just never touched it. I I don't know why. I'm gonna watch it, but it's just like I I don't want to. 
Yeah, I mean, same thing. The only series I didn't finish was Enterprise. I, I may not have caught every episode of, of TNG, DS9, or, or Voyager, but I, I watched them all pretty re- religiously, and I probably got through 90, 95% of all those series. And, I mean, this is just another series where it's it's they're going earlier in time rather than later, and it doesn't really make any yeah. sense to me. I'm not sure the appeal of what what they're going for there, so... It'll it'll be interesting. I don't know. If anything, it might motivate me to, to actually pick up going through the kind of the '90s series. So I, I won't I won't complain about that. But I'm I mean, not sure I'm going to get into I've, it. I I've done a I've done a watch through of DS9 twice, and I think Voyager twice. I could I tried going back and doing TNG, but it just like it's it's too episodic. Where it, it's it just doesn't pull me in too much, and it's kind of hard like sitting there and watching a new episode every night kind of thing when you're sitting there doing it. Enterprise, I did go back through, and it's not terrible, but I am I remember why I didn't want to watch it because it was just kind of like they 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 kind of just crapped out in the middle of like this third season, and then it picked back up, and then they just kind of closed it out. So it, it was it was not something I you know. Unless you're a huge diehard fan, I wouldn't recommend it to people because it's just it was just kind of cool seeing the little things here and there. That was about it on that show. Yeah, I think you, I can't remember. Did you say you, you almost could just watch season four, or did you say you could watch everything but season four? You got it. You got to do it all, just okay. because to me that that it's it's short enough of a series that you can kind of you can kind of force yourself through it, kind of thing. And it's just they they've got some clever episodes and stuff like that, but it. It's kind of one of those shows where you you get to a point where you're just like I'm already in it. I might as well just finish it, kind of thing. So, yeah, uh, and you won't you'll, you'll be slightly disappointed, but eh, whatever. Yeah, I'll, I'll, I'll get there. I'll get there. Um, yeah, I mean, I I think you know we talked about uh, Next Generation a few times, I think, but I might give it another go, uh, especially if this Discovery gets me interested in Star Trek, but not interested enough to pursue the ser- this new series. Um, yeah, I'm certainly not going to start back from episode one, season one, but maybe I'll kick things back off where I ended, which I think was like end of season three or start of season four, which is where it starts yeah. getting good with, you know, with some tie-ins later on to it, DS9. It's so some, yeah. Okay so that's that. usually about like the first, I remember trying to watch the first few seasons of, of TNG and then DS9. I actually skipped the entire second season of DS9 because I just couldn't stand it. I wanted to, <laughs> uh, I, I wanted to, I, like I wait, I look for the episode where they actually meet the Dominion and I'm like, okay, I can watch it from here because now we have the huge like seasonal, uh, multi-season arc that I can watch. So mm-hmm. I was, it, it was, yeah. Now, Sean, are you excited about all the Star Trek talk? <laughs> I literally <laughs> I just say, put the put apologize. the microphone on mute and I was like, I have zero interest <laughs> in this conversation. <laughs> so uh, I, right, I definitely right. tuned out a little bit. I was like, I know... I know the names of all those shows, but that's about it. I don't remember any. I mean, I know I remember DS Nine, the Deep Space Nine. You guys were uh, for all those non-Trekkies out there. DS Nine is Deep Space Nine, um, and then I, that's about all I knew. <laughs> so I, I'm sorry, I took a- no. That's perfectly fine. Well, for those of you who don't realize it already, we're a bunch of big nerds here, and unfortunately, it was one of those shows that I, I grew up watching. It just you know you never talked about it just because everybody thought you were a huge nerd. Now it's like quote-unquote cool to watch these shows which blows my mind sometimes when i laugh when i have a very attractive girls telling me they love the new star trek movie wait where are these girls i they, they oh were the new star trek movie not the shows okay. yeah the new star yeah. trek no and no, besides no, 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 the no, no, new star no, no, trek no, no, movie, movie. Balls. um so what the newest ones no the new one beyond 
loved the first two. Oh, the new one. Oh, yeah, yeah. Oh, the Beyond. Yeah, but say like the first two were fairly entertaining. The third one was still okay, but it wasn't great at all. False. False. Wait, to which to which point? It was it was it was not okay. <laughs> Terrible. <laughs> it was highly unacceptable. But we we I think we talked about that once before, so I won't get back into we that. Did. But in terms of space genres, I think I think Orville is probably a better shot than Discovery. I know I haven't seen Discovery yet, but if you're going to give a, a spaceship show or a show that takes place in a spaceship a shot for this season, I'd recommend yeah. trying the Orville. If it's not for you, it's not, it's not for you. But after seeing one episode, I'm going to give myself two or three more just to, to see how I feel about it. I'd recommend you do the same. Um, Discovery, I, I can't even tell you to do that because you'd have to get a subscription just to do so. So unless you're obsessed with NCIS... Um, there's no, I can't I can't really and there's nothing wrong with that. Maybe you want to watch older seasons of uh, The Big Bang Theory. Maybe I mean if they have Jag for you, maybe go for it. But oh man, good call. What was it? Uh, uh Ben Brower? Ben Brower? Brower? That Brower? sounds Brower? right. He he did have a a, sta- a name that was like Stanley created it. But mm-hmm. <laughs> and for those of you who don't don't know, he was also in uh, Stargate uh, SG One in the later seasons after. Uh, RDA, other known as uh, Richard Dean Anderson, otherwise known as um, I'm blanking, MacGyver, uh, finally left the show. Man, so, now I feel fun. like Sean. <laughs> now we had a running joke uh, back. <laughs> we used to watch. Did y'all not watch MacGyver when y'all were younger? Oh, I absolutely watched MacGyver. I yeah, I just, I'm, okay. I'm just like, yeah, I'm ready for this to kind of move forward. <laughs> <laughs> All right, fine, fine. Sh- Sh- Matt, why don't you just talk about what you're drinking? We'll. We'll we'll save we'll save Sean a little bit a uh, little bit of uh, nerdery. <laughs> and anybody else who's going to tune in after five minutes and realize we're talking about Star Trek for ten minutes, uh, anyway. Okay, so, it's the new hip thing. So I'm bro. not I, I'm I'm not going to end on Star Trek talk. Okay. But, um, I am going to th- I'm going to throw out two other things, <laughs> and I'll I'll be brief or as, as brief as possible. Bloodline, with uh, our favorite uh, Kyle Chandler, um, I gave that a shot. On Netflix, I think there's about four seasons available to binge, or maybe three seasons available to binge whenever you're ready. And um, it, it got me, it got me hooked early on. Um, but I, I finished the first season, um, and I, I'll probably power through it. But so I'd rather the show would have just almost ended uh, with one season as like a mini series thing. But we'll, we'll see. Maybe it will. Um, it'll it'll live up to the first season or. We'll see how it goes, but in that same that that show had a lot of um, plays to uh, kind of flashbacks, kind of you're not fully introduced to the characters um, through the show, but you then have to get introduced to them through through, fla- through flashbacks. And the show Lost came to mind, so I was talking to somebody. And I decided that maybe I wanted to give that another shot, and so I've caught a few few episodes of Lost. And the first season of that show is one of the best seasons of television ever. And uh, I'm, it's definitely something – I don't know if I'll get through the whole series as, as I'm intending, but I will very much and very quickly get through that first season. So if you haven't watched Lost, at least give the first series a, first season a chance. I might have to heed that advice because I was just reading something the other day about how it's one of the greatest shows in the history of television, and I never did watch it at all. So I'll have to look into it. And, and one of the reasons that motivated me to watch it beyond the kind of flashback elements of bloodline was i think i saw an article also that was that was kind of citing that especially now with like the kind of the binge watching style of how we or consumption method for shows that people have mentioned that lost is is very 
conducive to that or, or, or kind of adapts very well to that style of, of viewing. And so it, it'll be interesting to watch it more in that rather than waiting week to week. I remember having watching parties and, uh, you know, if you do get a chance, I think it is worth it. You know, if, if you start watching the second season and it, 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 it's tough to power through, I'll admit that, but maybe try it. And if you can't, I still think you'll have a good, good, uh, a very good time with that first season. Uh, in terms of what I'm drinking, um, I, I was telling these guys that I'm, you know, I'm at a hotel, so I didn't want to stock up on beers that were going to get warm. So I, I went with Woodford Reserve since that was going to be safe and didn't want to have to, you know, didn't want to go get a cold beer in, a, you know, in an hour when I needed a refill. So I'm stocked up on Woodford Reserve. But since I drink that constantly, wait. Wait, wait. How much Woodford Reserve do you have with you right now that you ordered from the Probably bar? Probably a fifth or at what the hotel? You, I mean, <laughs> No, I mean I, I just got three. So you know, oh, just, just a couple of glasses. You were what like three, three fingers. You were like three, three fingers. fingers. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so no one's arguing on that one. I mean, how else can we talk about Star Trek so much without me having three fingers of Woodford Reserve? Um, it's classy, classy. Yeah, but just to reference something new uh, that I had over the weekend was a Spaten Oktoberfest. Um, that's something that I honestly forgot existed until I was, uh, I met up with Peter who was in town, um, where I was working and, uh, something in the fridge was a uh, spat in Oktoberfest and I com- was hmm. pretty, pretty excited to try that again. And it was definitely good. Um, so if you, uh, want to try something new, Spatten has a few good beers out there for you. And I don't know if you remember this, uh, Matt, probably one of the last few times we hung out in Dallas, like during the October time frame. Uh, you remember meeting up with me at oh god I can't remember the name of that bar but we sat down and ordered the Oktoberfest the spot in Oktoberfest and we each got one of the big leader uh, oh, glasses oh crap yeah I do and also remember I remember that, that I pronounced Spotten wrong <laughs> what did you, I was actually I was not going to say anything Matt but yeah it's Spotten <laughs> but yeah no uh, yeah so they I, you know just a little a little side note but like we, we sat down at the bar and they were like oh we're giving free you know Pint, uh, what was it? I think glasses away with if you order a, you know, an Oktoberfest by Spotten, and I was like, that sounds delightful. I will actually have one. So she brings out the pint of beer of uh, Spotten Oktoberfest, and then she walks over with a liter freaking glass mug and puts it next to me, and I'm like, what's that? She goes, oh, this is the free mug you get with the with the beer, and I'm like, huh, okay. So Matt walks up ten seconds later, orders the same thing, gets the thing. The rest of our buddies show up and. Uh, that, well, they obviously want it, and unfortunately, apparently, Matt got the last one that we had. So, good job, Matt. Speaking of marketing, that's why that logo was so familiar, because I think I have one up in my ca- cabinet or cupboard, or at you some point probably I did. And, yep. All right, well, well done, marketing on all on all mediums. They've got the better of me this week. Marketing is changing your life <laughs> for the better, though. It finally got you. So far, they haven't steered me wrong, so I'm okay with it. Fair enough. Nice. What about you, Sean? What are you watching and drinking today? Well, uh, this the remainder of what you're watching because I think I'm pretty sure we already got like 90 percent of what you yeah. So uh, oddly enough, David, I was at uh, I had a couple of uh, Abita lights tonight that they had here and in, um, in, I'm in Akron, Ooh, Ohio, with the, you know hanging out and I was uh, had some dinner, had some Abita lights, and then I also uh, so that's those are uh, if you guys are uh, familiar, Abita is a nice uh, little Southern Louisiana beer that. Uh, Whenever I seem to find it north of the Mason-Dixon line, I usually tend to uh, indulge. So, uh, Indeed. especially a beat of light, because that's not one of the more common beers that that's you a, see. Up, yeah, you know. that's a rare one. Uh, You'll, usually, it's purple haze and uh, amber are the two. Usually yeah, I mean purple see. haze for sure. That, that's everywhere. Yeah. Um, but yeah, so I had a couple of those today, and then um, I had uh, 
Are you, so I, I've been spending a couple the past couple of weeks in Virginia. So this time around, I was like, okay, I need to do myself a favor and actually pick up some beer to take with me. So the uh, there's a brewery down in Charlottesville called uh, Star Hill Brewery, and they they had a bunch of beers at this uh, place I went to. So I picked up uh, a six pack of their uh, Northern Lights IPA. So it's pretty solid. It's a nice uh, more of a light IPA beer. So I was knocking back a couple of those and um, my Abita Light and. It's a, it's a beer kind of, uh, kind of week. So just, um, if you're in Virginia or if you've ever had it, uh, if you have any suggestions or any, on what we should be drinking too, don't feel free to shoot us some, uh, some, uh, tweets over at, uh, potent pictures, po- uh, on Twitter or, uh, potent pictures podcast on Facebook, give us some suggestions, but, uh, I'm always open to trying some new beers. Uh, in terms of what I am, uh, watching this week, I, <laughs> So I've been watching a few comedies. I watched a couple of movies uh, on um, on Saturday. I was in a hotel and I was woke up and I saw right when I turned on the TV, Orange County was coming on, which is a great uh, movie awesome. from 2000, 2003, <laughs> I believe it is, or 2002. Um, yeah. yeah, Jack Black is uh, like, he is, if, if you, Jack Black's a pretty funny guy, but his peak comedy was probably the, the early 2000s with some of those movies he had with... Uh, Oh, what's the one with Jason Biggs? I can't even think of it now. Um, Steve Zahn, Jason Saving Biggs. Silverman. Saving man. Silverman. Oh, God. Saving great, Silverman. That's a great movie. Uh, but, uh, yeah, so that, that, I mean, that movie, like, just saying Orange County and Jack Black is great. Like, the whole scene with Ben Stiller where he's like, um, so what you doing here? He's like, uh, just walking by. And uh, what happened to your pants there? Uh, or this lady over here says you're in the uh, in the fire there. And she, he's like, uh, yeah, yeah, I don't know. I don't know. She's fucking crazy. <laughs> um but he's and then he starts running off and he goes, We have a sprinter, five foot five, portly. <laughs> yeah. But it's 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 funny, like it got some good com got some good cameos. I mean, we have uh, the late Harold Ramis in there. Um I, I it it's when I John Lithgow I think is really solid solid. Catherine O'Hara, the two parents. Um and then uh obviously everybody's most hated Hanks, Tom Hanks, his son Colin Hanks. Uh but uh it's a good movie, and so I watched that on Saturday. Yesterday, last night, I finally did myself. Um, I don't know if this is. I'd say I did myself uh, a disservice by watching the, the Baywatch movie that just was released uh, this past summer. It's not good. <laughs> um, I mean, it, if you have low expectations, it's not. There's bad. a couple of. Like, it's pretty bad. You can't have high expectations. I didn't have any expectations, and I thought that was kind of bad. I think there's some funny and it lines. Went lower. Damn. I think the. Dwayne the Rock Johnson, like they, they tried to put too much on him and like him and Zach Efron, um, but I mean I thought that the, the one of the guys like the, the the other guy who's one of the lifeguards who's sort of like portly, uh, he's uh, he's pretty funny in that movie. But <laughs> yeah, that's who I was gonna suggest. He's good. But yeah, those two movies I, I caught up on, and then um, with the uh, recent uh, email notifications I get from Netflix on new releases with uh, Fuller House Season 3 starting this Friday, I, I had no idea that it had actually made it to three seasons. So I said, hey, what's, you know, I remember all the hype around the first season whenever it came out and all, all the, the nostalgia of the Full House, the original series. So I decided to give that a shot and watched about four episodes uh, on Saturday night um, when I had gotten back from my travels. So, um that's really all I've gotten into this week. Uh, I know it's not great. I'm also pretty excited. I know we touched on this during Matt's watching, but uh, the upcoming fall TV series, looking forward to a few new ones. And um, 
there's actually another show on HBO that I, I saw that I wanted to watch is the, uh, is, I, think, I believe it's called Room 104. Is that the one, the Duplass brothers? Did you guys see that one? The trailer for that? Is that the one they've been advertising in the, uh, in the theaters? I don't believe so. It's HBO, so it. I don't think it's theaters. It's. It would be like. So they watched. Oh, oh no, no, no! It's a, yeah. It's, that was the one I'm thinking of. Is the cabin. Um. But yeah, no, I, I know which one you're talking about. The room. Okay, I know. There, there, are two. There's two shows out Apparently right now. Apparently, it's been out. So it must. It must movie. be out. Like it's. It's in the. It, yeah. The first season just ended, I guess. So I haven't. I haven't seen any of it, but I saw a trailer for it and it looks very intriguing. So I think I'm going to give that a shot here. Um. For what I'm, so that's Duplass Brothers. You yeah, said? I think Mark Duplass had uh, had done that. So I think he wrote it. I don't know if he directed it or not, but um, it looks like uh, his brother Jay Duplass, and it's uh, they both. I think they're a year or two apart. They um, yeah. shout out Jesuit High School's finest. Uh, <laughs> I was gonna say Jesuitians. Jesuitians, uh, right there. Uh, it's I know James Vanderbeek's in it. The guy from uh, I used to, one of my oh shit is pleasure. the Dawson. Yeah, the Dawson. Um, one of my uh, guilty pleasure shows when I was in college, at the end of college, I guess it was, and uh, you know, early twenties was the uh, the show Greek that was on uh, ABC Family, Freeform, whatever you want to call it. Yep. Yep, um, yep. Yep. But Clark Duke was a guy that glasses. He had glasses. He's kind of a was one of those actors. Clark, I think Clark Duke is the shit. Hot Tub Time Machine. You know all those guys. Are you yeah. talking? Are you? Is he a? What, He's one in that would show say too. Portly fellow. <laughs> he, I, one would say portly. Or Husky. <laughs> he was in, I uh, believe, uh, Sex Drive, yeah. which was always a great movie to go back and watch. Sex, Sex Drive, Sneaky Hot Time Machine, as Sean mentioned. Yeah. And let's not forget Kick-Ass. Yeah. Oh, Kick-Ass, mm. too. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Thank um, you. He hooked up with the uh, the girl's, uh, what's-her-face's uh, he did. friend. Yeah, good for him. So all, the, all good reasons why I should watch Room 104. And um, I don't know if it's been on your guys' radar, but... Uh, might have to check it out. Might, might have to have like a little uh, convo about that next uh, next time. See if you guys get into anything new. Maybe I'll uh, I'll take Maybe. a look at it. It looked interesting. The, uh, I know Matt's got a pretty extensive list he has to get into, so I might have to pencil that in for uh, three weeks from now. Well, as a as a non uh, payer of cable, I don't have as much uh, stuff to watch on my DVR because I don't own a DVR right now. So you know, it's kind of nice. I mean, to be fair, none of us own a DVR. We have yeah, technically, I guess Matt's company. correct or on that. Rent or lease, or however, maybe you got a TiVo. I don't know. <laughs> but that, but that—that's all I've really gotten into with uh, watching and drinking. Um, but uh, I mean, I did. I guess technically. So I also watched. Uh, besides this movie, we're going to talk about here, The Kingsman, The Golden Circle. I uh, utilized my movie pass for uh, a double—not a double feature, but twice two movies this weekend. So I went and saw Brad Status, the new movie with. Um, Ben Stiller, it's pretty good movie. It's uh, it's getting um, it's sort of like he he is a dad and he you know doing a college tour with his son, um, and it's he's reminiscent thinking about like his college choices and like all the things he's done in his life that's really got him in the position he is today. So um, it's kind of an interesting uh, insight into like some of the uh, thoughts that go through your head in life and like things you see from other people, like whether they're your you know friends or you know, acquaintances or significant others, even just, um, some things that, you know, you try to, he's more or less reevaluating and evaluating. So, uh, I thought it was pretty cool. It was like, he narrate, he's like narrating it. So it's basically like his, when they say Brad's status, it's like his life status. So, um, pretty good movie. I definitely recommend it. Uh, if you guys get a chance to check it out, it's, uh, it's getting good reviews from, from critics and it's getting a lot of, you know, decent, pretty good scores from the audiences I've seen. So, uh, definitely recommend it. I, uh, 
Ben Stiller has a couple of a couple of those movies, as, as many bad movies as he's made in his career, like uh, Zoolander Two. Just saying, terrible. Walked out of the movie theater. But uh, we don't we don't talk about that movie. <laughs> but he's 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 got these gems that that he comes across that are like pretty entertaining and they're like good stories. Um, I know Matt, you met, you mentioned earlier the Secret Life of Walter Mitty, um, right? I think that's the name of it. Yeah, as a bigger, I know that was a box office one, but um, but that was a good movie. Also, the uh, just I, I know this is I was saying this is a good movie, but Michael Sheen, he's a you know Michael Sheen's in this movie. I I kind of like Michael Sheen. Um, I know he's um, what's her name, uh, Sarah Silverman's boyfriend, but uh, <laughs> in the comedy circles, I guess that's what he's known for. But uh, there's also an appearance by uh, Luke Wilson in this one, and uh, one of my my favorite Concord uh, member was Jermaine Jermaine Clement. He's uh, has a brief little scene in there. So good, uh, some good cast members. Good story. Uh, definitely recommend checking out. I don't know how many theaters it was released in, but I went to like one of those art house theaters that's near my house, so was able to get in on that. But um, yeah, so that's really all I was watching this week. Definitely, uh, that's a new release. So I didn't know if I wanted to talk about it here, but. I uh, recommend you guys get into that when you get a second here. But, David, what about you? I know we got to talk to Matt and myself, but what are you watching and drinking this week? Well, so, you know, as I've told you all, I've been trying to trudge through this series, and I finally, finally, finally finished it. It's a continuum. Um, if if you enjoy a good time travel series, I would say go for it. It's It takes an interesting... Um, aspect on it i've been talking about it every week and i really didn't want to pass too much judgment on it until i uh i finished it um the ending was actually surprisingly um kind of like comforting in a way like it it was a, it was a show that they ended fairly well like the the ending it, it, it all made sense and it kind of came together in a kind of a happy slash um slightly disturbing type ending so it was it was it was a good ending to the series um the last season ended up only being six episodes and unfortunately it's kind of completely chewed up at you know 45 to 50 minute episodes uh it's kind of chewed up a lot of my time of my watching so that's really all i've been uh trudging through but really enjoy it uh, i know i think i mentioned last week uh it's rachel nichols she is the uh if you saw oh, star trek uh, yeah she is the the green uh i forgot what her name was uh something with a g but uh she was the green painted girl that uh captain kirk hooks up with so you know really Really interesting show if you like the sci-fi time travel type stuff and how affecting it and all the little paradoxes and stuff like that. It's it's kind of interesting in terms of that. Um, so I'd recommend it if you're interested. Four, uh, four seasons, you know, 13 uh, episodes except for the four seasons, which is up to a 12 of uh, six. Excuse me. Uh, that's really all I've really watched, unfortunately, this week since it's really taken up a lot of my time. Uh, but, you know, as we talked earlier, I'm kind of intrigued to see some of these shows that are coming up. Um, I'm gonna have to watch Star Trek Discovery just to, because, and unfortunately, it's uh, it's just gonna have to happen. So in terms of what I'm actually drinking, um, I actually decided to whip out uh, my my bottle of Kirkland's bourbon. Um, nice. I, I was kind of I was kind of craving just a, a little bourbon and Coke. I didn't want to pull. I have a couple of nice bourbons that I didn't really want to mix with a Coke, so I pulled out the Kirkland's. It. It really does hit the spot. I haven't had it in a long time uh, since probably we actually uh, bought it all together, uh, Matt, back in, God, how many years ago was that? Like two years ago? So, but it still sits well. It, you know, it's a good mixer. I think it was cheap as heck, so it was nice. Uh, so, good job. Good job, Costco, and your uh, your Kirkland's brand uh, booze. I don't know where it was actually from. Did you ever figure that out, Matt, who actually uh, bottles that for No, I, I never bothered, actually. 
Okay. It was just it's it's a good kind of throwaway booze if you want to mix it with something. So you know it's it's doing its job. I've, I'm about two or three in right now, so I'm feeling feeling pretty good. Uh, but surprisingly, I've never actually had this beer. I had it this weekend, um, and I didn't even even know they actually supplied it. But uh, and Sean, you're, you're probably aware, well aware of this. But uh, Yingling actually finally made it to uh, Louisiana, and I was back there this past week and. Um, you know, it's. I think Louisiana is the first state west of the Mississippi to actually uh, get I, a supply. I was of just it, gonna so. ask. I was like, "Wait, you guys are west of the Mississippi? How did you get it?" Yeah. So it finally, it finally made it over there, and you know that we've had, we've had it over there for maybe about a year or two. Yeah, I think it was. At least I've only last, had, since last Christmas. I know when I was home. I think yeah. I had it. So. So interesting though. I've never had this, but they actually have Yingling Light. Have you all had this before? Oh, David, have you not heard me talk about this before? No. I I, I call it wild smooth, like some wild smooth. <laughs> Dude. It is fucking amazing. Uh, I was like, I could, I could drink this all day. We were eating. Um, my parents bought a dozen boiled crabs, or not a dozen, probably a dozen for each of us. Uh, and we're sitting, I'm sitting there drinking uh, Yingling Light and and eating crabs, and I'm like, man, this is, this is the life. I'm like, this is the best. This is the best light beer I've ever actually had. And I was, I'm like extremely disappointed that I've never had this before. So, Yingling Light, uh, they did very well. Uh, um, I could drink it all day. So. I, I apologize, guys. If y'all have actually talked about this, I, I don't know about on here, but I, 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 I know I've talked to you about it at least at some point. I think okay. it's. I, I um, honestly, I didn't even know I mean, it existed, to be honest with you, until my parents told me about it. I'm like, it's oh, better okay, than. Try it, it is definitely better than like Bud Light, Coors Light to me. Um, Miller Light, oh, yeah. those three. It's, got, it's, it's, still, it's uh, basically like a, a non filling version of, of Yingling, and it is just like, it's just perfect. Well, Yingling, I, I feel like Yingling Lager is very like heavy. Like uh, not yeah. like like Bud Light like Bud because I know Budweiser is a lager, um, but like I feel like Yingling is like a richer lager, so it's a little bit heavier. But anyway, it, um, it but it tastes good. I, I mean, you can't argue nice. with that. And uh, actually, the other thing I did have this weekend just just to throw it um, a little cane break. So uh, you remember yeah, that's that? A good one. Uh, I like that one. Yeah, as my dad puts it, it tastes like uh, it's too sugary for him. So he's like, well, it's got cane in the name. So I think, and me and my brother-in-law were just laughing at him going, it doesn't taste like sugar at all. So um, if you get an opportunity, and who is Yingling? I mean, I, I'm sorry, not Yingling, uh, Cane Break. Um, I'm thinking, I can't, I'm blanking I believe it's Parish Brewing Company. I'm not sure though. Don't I quote me. I think you might be right. Yeah, it might be Parish. But anyway, uh, if you get an opportunity to try a little Cane Break, um, it's, I think, yeah, I think you are right. It is Parish Brewing. But uh if you get an opportunity to taste it, you know, get a get a pint of it. It is actually quite delicious. It's it, um, we swapped between that and Yingling uh, while we were at a, a bar the other night, so it was very good. Um, but yeah, that's really all I got in terms of uh, watching and drinking. So I guess we can do a little quick little uh, movie news. So uh, Matt, what you got uh, planned for us this week? Unfortunately, with Peter being out, um, it, the news kind of fell on you a little bit. So what you got? So honestly, there there might have been something out there. I didn't see much. Uh, and I don't know if you guys caught something else, but uh, a few things that caught my eye towards the end were apparently they, they might be developing an underworld TV show. Um, not a lot, not a lot of uh, conversation on that yet. But I don't know. I, I don't know if you guys have any thoughts on this, but I don't think that's something that is. Is Kate Beckinsale exactly? Beckett be I don't think it's going to have the budget or the cast. So it, then, 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 then don't do it. Exactly. Like that's, it's so literally sure. the only drawing factor is Kate Beckinsale to these films. Like I. Have you actually seen the last like two or three of them? I I did. I think the only one I haven't seen is the one that Kate Beckinsale wasn't in, with the, the kind of the prequel or whatever they did. Well, we we, we know where Matt's uh, loyalties lie. Absolutely. 
<laughs> now, now that Michael Sheen's out of the picture. Oh, man. Going after it? You think you got a chance? No. <laughs> so you say there's a chance. No. But yeah, I mean, in all honesty, what? Why? Why were they? Did they make enough money on on these previous ones that they actually think they could be a TV I, show? I think about they this? think that the the brand um, yeah. still has enough cachet for it. Kind of like you know, Lethal Weapon hasn't had a movie in over a decade, and they came out with a show. Though I've heard I've heard mixed I think feelings on that. Twenty on years <laughs> since they've had. A movie. I, I thought I thought it was 2004 they did uh, four. Was it before? No, that? that was like I was 12 when four came out. So 97. Jeez. Oh, wow. <laughs> wait, off. wait, wait, wait! I'm, wow, that's well, I bad. think it was. I think Lethal because I think it was like '97 or '98. I'm pretty sure. Did they made those? I mean, they made the first two like within two years of like nine. I think it was '87, and then uh, maybe like '89 or '88 or something. They were pretty close, I think. And then '93, I want to say was the was '93 or '94 was the third one, and then a few years later, it seems like it was. But anyway. I was wow. actually watching uh, last night. I, I saw that uh, Lethal Weapon Two was on, and uh, the uh, the apartheid scene with uh, funniest, the South, funniest South African embassy world. is yeah. awesome. Uh, it's what? he's like <laughs> but you're black. He's like but you're black. <laughs> so what, motherfucker? I'm black. <laughs> yeah. Anyway, that was that's I, I saw that scene and I just I was in tears. Uh, and Joe Pesci's like, yeah, yeah. So what? So. What? Um, anyway, um, but yeah, that's a long time so, ago. But yes, I, I they'll, they'll just they'll just throw anything out there, regardless of age. <laughs> if it, if it made a lot of money at some point, they'll they'll see if they can turn it into a series or or jump from. I guess there's not a lot of TV to movies nowadays, but they're definitely still anything they can do movie to TV shows. They'll try it out. Well, I mean, speaking of remakes uh, or like just series i saw that they uh this is sort of like an addition outside of what we had talked about with movie news but uh did you guys see the trailer for the new um the laura croft tomb raider movie uh, yes. i still haven't actually it looks a with lot Vicar- better with, than with I mean, than what i expect i wasn't really expecting anything i'd heard that they were doing a remake of it but uh it seems very entertaining i don't know well i guess we'll see well- I, I, I've enjoyed uh, what's her face, and I'm, I'm blanking. It's something with a v- Alicia Vikander. Yeah, um, I've enjoyed everything she's been in. So um, was she? Correct me if I'm wrong. Was she not in the? Um, oh God, it was that spy movie, um, and she was like part of the German. Oh God, she she wasn't Man from Uncle. Yes, thank you, thank you. So I, I was surprised that that actually didn't get as much acclaim as it was because it was actually I actually really enjoyed the heck out of that movie. Is that? Yeah, a, I think, I think that's about, a Guy Ritchie movie. About it once before, yeah, we talked yeah, we about actually it. Talk, yeah. We talked about oh. it during the King Arthur. The King Arthur, yeah, exactly. That was a wait, 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 wait. That was a Guy Ritchie yeah. movie. Yeah. Oh man, I did not realize that. Now I'm even more. You have to go back and look. Uh, go back and watch it, and then pick yeah. up on the, everything that you that he does in all his movies. I know. Now I'm disappointed. I didn't even realize and that. Speaking Jesus. of, that is a TV show to movie jump. Look at that. Yep. Like almost yep. like we had planned it, boys. Almost like we planned it. <laughs> Bazinga! Every blind squirrel finds nuts every now and then. But hey, that's a good little segue. <laughs> All right. Well then, uh, what else we got, Matt? What else you thinking on uh, news? Anything? So the exciting thing is that uh, if you're worried about the Avatar sequels that we're all pining for. Um, <laughs> There, I think I think there's four four they're doing to make it a five ser- five uh, movie series. They're gonna have a cumulative budget of a billion dollars. Oh. So so small, so small. Yeah. Yeah, I was gonna say it's like what two fifty uh 
per, Ruben, per picture. Ruben yeah. yeah. Movie? So they're, yeah. they're not even they're not even Man. breaking you know breaking records here. Yeah. Um, they they might be breaking records for spending money on movies people don't care about, but we'll we'll get to be ter- yet to be but, determined. But but Matt, you don't you don't be- you don't believe the environment needs to be saved through some type of you know movie that explains it in a very awkward and not making any sense manner and uses what was it uh, unatanium as a source of oil. I would I would rather watch Fern Gully, but <laughs> that was a great movie. Or that was a great or, movie. or Dance great with is, Wolves. Great is a fuck that. Let's watch some Captain Planet. Let's just call it Captain Planet and call it a day. Great is our hero. Strong way to, to describe it, but anyway, um, the <laughs> Disney put a lot of money into. I mean, they built the Avatar like world in uh, in Animal Kingdom, which yeah is is a pretty committed thing to do, considering that the movie. I I mean, yeah, the movie had some had a lot of success, but I think it was like the first big release in 3D, and um, it was I mean, the first big release yeah. in 3D. It was like the first one shot, and, and I mean, movies. it's still one of the best. I haven't seen it in a while, but it was still one of the best releases in 3D. In 3D, yeah, I agree. It was it, very yeah. intentionally and purposely 3D versus the people that were doing it since, primarily being, let's just make it 3D in post processing just to charge two dollars yeah. more a ticket. So, two two dollars more you're, ticket. You're right, Are you five kidding me? More ticket. Shit, add like ten. But you get to a point where. Avatar came out in 2009, so it's been it'll be nine eight years. years but, or, it's gonna yeah. Be, yeah, before the next one comes out. Yeah, not, was it eight or nine or what? Is, I mean, whatever. When's it coming out? I don't, I don't even know when. It, is it 18 or 19? I can't remember when it's coming out at this point. I mean, does it really matter? It, exactly. It's it's I mean, like I don't care. You, you like lose a window. Like people, it's not going to be as relevant. It's a whole other generation. Like of people will be coming to the movies at that point and like they'll be like they've seen better 3D movies at that point. I mean, but not only that, but not only that, the whole draw for it was because it was the first 3D like 3D shot movie. Yeah. And the plot was, you know, lackluster in my opinion. I mean, what are you going to do with this? You know, it was kind of cool and then all of a sudden you 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 realize kind of like halfway through it you're you're really more watching a cartoon and then at parts you would have like oh some humans involved in it. And I don't know. I just don't. I don't see where the big draw is. Where they think this is going to be a successful thing because people didn't really care about the plot line. That's why not people yeah. went. They went because of the the 3D. That was. I mean, that's the big draw for this. It, over, so over, and, and and you know, not even just 3D. It, it looked phenomenal, even in you know, it did. Even no, in no 2D. disregard. So I mean, Uh-oh. and that's and that's great. But I, I'm not sure why they think the franchise has the staying power of over eight years, and obviously it's going to be over a decade with the with the plan for. You know more sequels, and the fact that they're releasing a, a you know as you mentioned, Sean, they they've now released a a park in Disneyland, which it's not even one of their properties as far as I know. So it's it's interesting. People's who whoever deems this franchise is to be so profitable profitable on so many different levels. I mean, I hope they're right because I like things succeeding, but I, I just don't get it. Um, so we'll see. I think it's gonna be one of those ones where it'll. I'm wondering if they're going to do one and then just cancel the other two, like the other three uh, sequels, because I'm just, I don't know, I just don't foresee it. So, but but that's just that's that's our opinion. That is our opinion. Maybe some listeners really really loved it and are excited about the sequels, but I thought this is more of a one and done type series and just get rid of it. I thought it was ended well. Yeah, I thought it ended. I, well. And I think if they had done a ne- if they had done a next one much quicker, it would have been maybe we would have all seen it just for entertainment's sake. But but we'll see. 
Um, yeah. I'll, I mean, I'll probably go see it just because why not? It's James Cameron. It's going to look good. We know that. Though I'd rather yep. he spent time remastering True Lies in the Abyss and in, in, in at least Blue Blu-ray or maybe 4K. But we'll maybe come up with a good Terminator sequel. So, that that would be okay too. But uh, <laughs> um, otherwise, uh, we've got Finn, Finn Wolfhard, which is a kick-ass name. Who's who? I just learned Seriously, his name. I, that we may not. I, I, are you disappointed that you didn't know this as well? I am, I, I am, I am disappointed truly... that I did not know his name. But if, if you guys don't recognize his name, you, you certainly will. Um, Stranger Things. He is the kind of the, the guy that you're going to recognize the most, as well as. You know, if you haven't seen it yet, you, you'll definitely recognize him as the guy from Stranger Things in it. He's going to, you know, he's got the glasses. You'll see him in the trailer. Um, so he's making a good name for himself, um, though he was given a good name by his parents. So good on them. But uh, <laughs> I think we'll see a lot more of him. But apparently, you know, he, he filmed it before he filmed Stranger Things. So the directors and the producers of Stranger Things season two were kind of referencing that since one of the best things about it was their kind of the realistic banter between the friends, which thus created an, you know, one of the reasons that it was an F rated horror movie, not just the horror, but the, the cussing, the foul mouth profanity. Um, so he's dropping a lot of F bombs. And uh, as a result, he got accustomed to it and was doing so on stranger, the stranger things set for season two, which being a kind of a more, uh, PG-13 series um, did not sit well, uh, so they had to kind of <laughs> try to steer him away from that. And let's be honest, we all we all do it. And you know, at your, you know, you're at work, so you kind of have to you have to curb your your cursing because right. we all curse. Absolutely. You know, we drop we drop f bombs left and right. I mean, across the board. Like you know, you might not hear it as much as in, in this particular recording, but uh, you know, normal talk. It's you know, and most for most of it, it's every other word. Because God only knows, it's just a fun word to say sometimes. To be honest, and with you. if you don't, if you don't believe it, listen to the George Carlin scat, and you'll you'll believe it. <laughs> it shouldn't it shouldn't be a curse word. To be honest with you, it's just a great word. That's a great special, by the way. If you ever get a chance to watch it, that's true. Yeah. I'm not sure where it's available, and I'm sure you can see it on YouTube. At yeah, this YouTube point. definitely has it. I've, I think I've watched it on YouTube before, but definitely George Carlin, rest in peace. Anyway. <laughs> <laughs> Also, go watch, go watch uh, Bill and Ted. Sorry, that's it. <laughs> also good. Phenomenal, phenomenal group of movies. And I actually heard that they might be trying to make a – they were talking like doing a third one. Did you all hear about this? Oh, God, I, I think earlier it. this year I thought, but I can't remember if it ever picked yeah. up steam. <laughs> I, I hope not. I just, just – just leave it be. Just like those movies from those time frames, just leave them be. I know this is the, the new thing right now to like just rehash all these things, but uh, let's, let's, let, let's let that lie and leave it be. Anyway, what else we got, Matt? Uh, so most of the other stuff is, you know, there's some minor news, but as, as Sean mentioned, a lot of, you know, it's a lot of the fall TV time frame. So we're not going to get Oscar news until later this season. So until later in the fall. Um, but so pretty much just tracking the September, September box office, which has been pretty crazy already with the kicking things off with it earlier. So uh, speaking of Finn Wolfhard, his movie did just get unseated by... Uh, the Golden Circle. So its third week was now. It's it's still still breaking records. It's beat uh, The Exorcist, the top grossing R-rated horror movie of all time. But The Kingsman did unseat it as the uh, number one for the box office this weekend. And we'll kind of talk about that a little bit more as we get into uh, the Kingsman uh, discussion here in a second. Um, but we also have uh, the news that it too is uh, getting greenlit. So. We're looking like a release date of 2019. I'm not sure when that's coming 
um, out, but uh, I don't know if uh, Finn is going to make a return for that since kind of the chapter two is going to be the adult. So we'll see kind of where that plays out, but we might get some adult actor going to drop F-bombs left and right. So It might be on one of those ones, too, too, where like, it starts out flashbacks as a... Flashbacks still. Yeah. yeah. Or that, too, yeah. Yeah. Anyway. But it won't be a... It will not be a... Ma- it probably won't be a major role for him. It'll be more just minor little flashbacks here and there. But yeah. uh, do we know any rumors on uh, on actual people being cast for this? The, the few things I've read, I didn't see it, but I didn't scour too too deeply into the interwebs. Yeah. So I'm looking forward to see the cast. But I haven't seen it yet. I remember hearing that they yeah. wanted to get. I had heard that they were trying to push for uh, Chris uh, Pratt, right? Not, yeah, Chris. Pratt. I think we did. T- I think we did talk. Yeah, about we talked that. about yeah. that a little bit. We mentioned that. Yeah, yeah. So it'll but be interesting to see if, they, if there was any. I don't know if they're going to go bit the big name route. I think they'll go with like some some you know fairly lesser known actors. But I guess we'll wait and see. And then uh, in terms of sequel, we've got a couple things sequel, sequel uh, slightly tangentially relevant is uh, home, uh, Spider-Man Homecoming has now passed Guardians of the Galaxy Volume 2 as the highest grossing superhero movie for the year. So I'm perfectly okay with that. Both were phenomenal movies. And if uh, we need to get Spider-Man the, some, some additional viewership, which it is a stronger property, not much of a surprise there. So just nice to see Spider-Man recovering from spider-man 3 and the, <laughs> the andrew garfield piece so it's bounced back quite well and marvel's it's getting good hands with marvel good yeah sony sony was smart in that yeah. in that aspect yeah, yeah, i think so too. finally now if only we can get somebody to give us some fantastic four with proper production just just give up on it we, that's we, probably we, the we, better we, decision we, just give up on it probably just give up decision. on it that's sleeping dogs uh, spider-man we at least we at least at least we had toby mcguire that kind of started it off strong and then it kind of tanked you know the the Fantastic Four have just kind of been pretty bad since the beginning. I, I thought the first I one mean, was fine. I think it, it, it we weren't really it, it, into the realistic or kind of more base exactly. in reality series, but it was. I thought it it fit the cartoon that I watched as a kid. But very campy, but, but I was also young. It was at very the time. decent. So yeah, it's not something that I'm pining to watch. Um, and it had Jessica Alba in it, so you know that that always helps. Very true. Very true. <laughs> So, <laughs> all right. Uh, any more movie news or anything else? I, you I want think to mention? I think the last one we're going to jump into the Kingsman here. But based off of this Kingsman, the Golden Circle, there's a lot of talk about Kingsman three. So it's probably inevitable at this point. It's very rare for a movie that's that's or a franchise that's done this well and had this made a name for itself to not get into at least a trilogy. So I'm sure that's going to be happening. Um, and we'll kind of talk more about the merits of that here in a second as we jump into this. Uh, golden circle discussion all righty so if that's the case well i guess we'll swing right on into it so boys what did y'all what did y'all feel about the golden circle how'd y'all feel i know we all really really enjoyed um the kingsman so you know when this came when they announced the golden circle was coming out i was actually a little surprised that they were going to do a a sequel because i didn't think it was um i didn't think it had enough uh support the the original and the secret service um actually got enough support to where they would actually build this but when they when they came out with the first previous to this i was pumped from the beginning what about you guys what y'all how did y'all feel about it and what y'all think going into it well i mean initially initially like i it, it's, it's a comic book series right the kingsman uh or yeah. yeah yeah so yeah i mean i'm sure there's plenty of material that they when the when they had such large amounts of success with the first one um for a fairly low budget i feel as if they you know they were going to be able to put something together that would be pretty, um, you know, pretty respectable. You know, get uh, 
you know, maybe maybe the fans would uh, be happy with. And I think that they, for the most part, I mean, I'd, I'd never thought it was, was boring. Like, I, I enjoyed the movie. I, I told Matt this. I, I, you know, I always, I like to text initial re- reactions since we don't get that. But I felt as if it was almost the same movie, but just some different, uh, you know, different situations, obviously, but uh, a lot of the same elements that, that made the first one successful. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, I, I like I said, I enjoyed it. It's Did I think it was better than the first one? No, I think there was some some I mean, some originality that that wasn't really equaled uh, with this one, which it's always hard to do with the sequel. But, you know, the best sequels, the ones that are really, really, really good are the ones that can come up with originality from some similar characters, you know? So mm-hmm. did I enjoy it? Yes. I told Matt I had a few... Be- few pops in the in the movie theater so i think i had a little bit more fun <laughs> than uh <laughs> than uh if i was just kind of stone cold uh sober on that one but um you know i whenever you see a movie and like the certain scenes hit and people all laugh it's always fun and then um it's always fun whenever certain scenes hit with just me and no one else uh it's always fun because i laugh and no one else does so um i think overall i enjoyed it though i, I it's probably n- a notch down from the first one, but you know, you, you kind of switch out a few people, a few things, and it's it's good in some areas and, and worse in others. But uh, overall, I liked it. But what about you, Matt? What did you think? So I, I was thoroughly pleased with the original. Uh, Matthew Vaughn has done no wrong in my eyes. Um, you know, li- you know, going into it, that was kind of where my setup was. Loved him since I was introduced to Layer Cake, probably a couple years late after that came out with you know Daniel Craig. And Cole Meany, um, and of course Stardust, uh, X Men First Class, the original Kingsman, um, and there's one more in there I'm forgetting. He deserves credit for as well. But pretty much a, a perfect record for the uh, friend of Christopher Nolan, who similarly has a, a near perfect record, um, if not actually having a near perfect, an actual perfect record for Christopher Nolan. Um, I, I don't want to get into it too much right now, but. Uh, I don't even know how to put this uh, subtly. It sounds subtly. like there's a big, there's, there's like a very big butt you're trying this, to, you're, this, you're, you're implying. This is one of the worst movies I've seen in a long time. I wanted to walk out of the theater, um, and apparently I couldn't, I couldn't not be blunt about that. Uh, I, I don't know. I just did not buy into it, any aspect of it. There, you know, I think I will note a couple things that I'll give it credit for, but overall, uh, a huge step down from the original. Um, lots of wasted cast members. Um, so I'll I'll try to just leave it at that. But just just a painful experience. I will I will caveat and I'll acknowledge that I might try to give it another shot. Um, you know, on on home release. I was seeing it a Thursday night. Maybe I was tired from traveling that day, uh, and just maybe wasn't in the mood. Um, I'll admit that obviously critics for the most part, disagree with me, though I, I, now as it's been a few days since it released, there's a few more that are, are kind of, you know, feeling the same way that I'm seeing. Um, but fans are, you know, overwhelmingly liking it. It's not exactly certified fresh, but people are liking it. So I, I'll accept, I, I probably should give it another chance. I, I'm not eager to though, because it was a very painful experience and it, it was long. And so I, about pretty early on, I was, I was ready to walk out and the movie just kept going and uh i'm doing a terrible job keeping this short <laughs> but man it, it that's just kind of 
yeah, I'll I'll just stop there. But it was long and just didn't buy into it, so that made the the length feel even longer. So that's wow. that's about that's, I, I... that's that's that. So, and and just it's all the more upsetting because of how much I love Matthew Vaughn's other work. So I wish um, I was excited when they were doing a sequel. I was excited that uh, I remember being disappointed that Matthew Vaughn wasn't going to be doing the subsequent uh, kind of sequel to the X-Men first class franchise, kind of that reboot in the sixties. Uh, um, and it, you know, maybe he just wasn't doing sequels. And for this to be his first sequel was even more of a letdown than I, I feel like it could. I wish he had just stuck with kind of originals. So, so we'll see. But yeah, sorry, Dave, go ahead. No. Pl- wow. Okay. Um, yeah, you threw me for a loop on that one. I actually thought you, uh, based on a text message, you were okay with it. Did not, um, did not expect that. So you see, we really rarely uh, try to talk um, about the movies uh, outside of, of this. So uh, I, I'm a little surprised, uh, Matt. To be honest with you, um, I can see where you're coming from in that. But you know, I I enjoyed it for what it was, and I knew it's a kind of Bond. It's you know, I think we talked about this in the past where it's. It's kind of taken over for that cheesy, you know, stupid Bond type yeah. movies where, you know, the Pierce Brogdon type things where it's like it's unreal to the point where you just kind of go into it. And, you know, I, I enjoyed it as a, just a fun movie to go watch. Yeah, I know there were some aspects of it that were kind of ridiculous. But, you know, once I, you know, just, you know, ha- you know held on to that disbelief, it to me it was entertaining. Um, I'm kind of on the same pe- on the same peg as Sean in this particular case. Um, I was really excited about it. Yeah. Did, did it meet up? Did it meet my expectations? No. Did it, um, and like you mentioned, it, it kind of wasted some characters. Um, and we'll get into that in the spoilers, which was kind of a, more of a disappointing, uh, fact on my end, uh, where I was kind of disappointed with the film. Um, but you know, it, it's interesting cause the, uh, some of the stuff, they actually had some good, and, and I think Matt, you might agree with me on this. There was some aspects of it that were actually kind of entertaining they're fairly entertaining and i thought there was kind of an original not original take but it was a very good take on some bond-esque villains kind of thing um and you know i think you know the the big one was the the poppy character uh julianne moore i i you know truly enjoyed her um her actor acting in this particular film and the character she got to play so that was a big part of mine is how subtle she was and how devious she was at the same time. I don't know. That was, that was, I was a big fan of it. It was very, very reminiscent of a great Bond character or villain in that particular case. But, you know, like I said, overall, I, I, I enjoyed it. Um, if you enjoyed the first one, I would say go see this kind of, this, this film. Um, this is definitely not the one you want to see if you've never seen the franchise. Definitely go see the first one um, and, you know, judge upon that and go from there. Um, but I'm really intrigued to hear more about uh, Matt's, uh, uh, opinion on this, uh, in particular, a uh, little, a uh, little, little more details on his, uh, his viewing. So uh, I guess do y'all want to kind of move into spoilers? Because I'm very intrigued to hear the rest of, of Matt's uh, critique of this film. Sean. Yeah, I think we can move into spoilers, and I think one of the things that I want to kind of, kind of throw out that I, uh, and you guys tell me if you think I can do this. I, I kind of want to talk through the things I liked about this and what I didn't like about yeah. it. Yeah. So. When I when I say things I liked, like the opening sequence to me, um, the action scene, I thought that was awesome. I thought that was one of my favorite parts of the movie. I think. So I think. Okay, so I, I'm gonna I'm gonna I'm gonna stop you there because that was actually a part that I didn't enjoy. See, and I thought I thought that I like fight scenes to music, like to good music, and you know they used 
Um, I didn't. I just didn't like the fight scene. See, I didn't enjoy I, I, it for some see, reason. See, I did. So okay, that's that's the thing I liked. Okay, so fair. You didn't like that part. Yeah. So no, 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 no. I know. I know. So the thing. Can, go ahead, Matt. Can I fall between you two? Yeah, go for it. So I I thought that the the kicking things off right away was was a good call. It was nice. Get everybody right into it. You have a nice fun action sequence. Maybe a little long. Maybe a little big. But that's what we're going into this movie for perfectly on par with what you'd expect from a Kingsman movie, the exact kind of visual style and action style that you'd expect from Matthew Vaughn. Spot on, perfectly fine. Very, very amped up about the movie after that point. Was it perfect? Was it the best action sequence or chase sequence you've seen? No, but it was it was it was perfectly fine and a great way to kick the movie off. Leaves you amped up but gives you room to continue being excited throughout the movie. You're not setting up to be disappointed through the rest because they're not going to live up to it. And then it ends and it ends with a very lame and cheesy, I'm going to not clean up the car. There's a, I'm not going to check for the, you know, not that you'd think to check for the hand, but you're not going to check anything about the car out. And then just to have the 14-year-old, I'm going to reference this a lot, but it felt like a 14-year-old wrote it. And the fact that he had to jump into a sewer to, to get to where he needed to go. But also, you then find out that he acts like he has an important date to go with his girlfriend, but it's really to go celebrate his buddy's birthday. And if your buddy can't, if you can't miss your buddy's birthday because you're doing your goddamn job, well, <laughs> fucking a, like I don't even. Yeah. So that whole premise just, and that's exactly what kind of kicked off the movie. Um, it felt very immature, and I'm I'm very pl- easily pleased. I think the Austin Power movie, Austin Powers movies, I think they hold up just fine. And to talk about you know making you know poking fun and parodying the James Bond movies. You know, Mike Myers is able to do that for three movies in the '90s that still hold up fine, and that's you know, rant, oh, rant over. <laughs> yeah, no, so, no, no, and, and so, well, I'll, and I'll, I'll just kind of follow up on that real quick, and I'll, I'll, I'll be done. But um, the the thing that bothered me about it, and I think it's just my preference in terms of movies that start up like that, um, like John Wick Two. You remember that? And that first scene was that chase yeah. scene. Yeah, yeah. I did not, I, I did not enjoy that. Um, right when I come into the movie. For some reason, I am I am against like the first scene in the movie is an action scene. I don't know why. It just does not. I, I don't enjoy it for some weird. So reason. you would not like those. I don't know. You wouldn't like those rides, like the uh, fast pace out the front, out the gate. You you'd rather it like kind of work its but, way but into that. I, and... I, but I like but I like roller coasters like that. So it's weird. So it's just for some reason for a movie, I don't want it to jump into it. I I feel like I need to be built up. Like just give me five ten minutes of like. You know, talk kind of thing, and then jump into it. I'd be fine, but like, I think in this movie, like he walks out of the out of the store, and then boom, you're in a in a fight scene, and I'm like, do we not set up this any? Why why are all of a sudden we just fighting? Like, I feel like I need a reason for these two to fight, and I don't have well, that. No, we had so. a reason for this one. Yeah, it, it's right? pretty. They they fought at the end of the. They yeah, fought at the end of the first it, one. It doesn't. And... It just feels like it didn't set it up. I don't know. It, this is just my personal thing. I don't like a movie that just starts off with the with an action scene. Just you, you like it, a little action foreplay. I got. You. I like a little foreplay. I'm sorry. I'm not just you know. I'm just not plowing right in there, man. I kind of want a little you know. I want to be uh. I want to be romanced a little bit. I'm sorry. So that that's a good you know. You kind of talked about the scene a little bit about how you didn't have to, Matt. You mentioned you didn't have to really set it up because the character was already familiar to fans of the first movie. Um, I didn't like the. So are you questioning my my allegiance to the being a fan there Sean? I, I'm a little No, I'm saying that I'm saying <laughs> I'm kidding, that I'm the, kidding, no, get there. What I'm saying is that 
I think that they so the one of the things I didn't like is that they copied the villain. They just replaced it with a different person. So if you think about it in hindsight, you look at they took Julianne Moore. This time she's a billionaire um, drug you know drug kingpin versus our queenpin. Um, there you and go. Then, <laughs> don't, don't be don't be taking that away from. And her. then they she basically takes a, another um, amputee who is their the henchman like the lead henchman who in this shit i didn't even put that yeah, together thank so you like, for pointing that out damn okay cool. the, the the sharp legs versus the the arms in this one so i mean i yeah. i thought that, that sharp was sharp leg wins yeah always still a badass villain um uh until she played the mummy and then then i, I lost <laughs> her so then but continue yeah so what i so continuing on with what i liked and what i didn't like so i like the idea of the statesman concept um, of having a, a brother organization in the United States that they, you know that's been around for centuries or whatever. I like that idea. Um, what I didn't like is basically just taking the same layout and having the same people, and then they're just different like can't celebrities. Like, uh, oh, Halle Berry, that's cool. Yeah, what have you been in lately? Oh, you know, nothing. Oh, you want to do this Kingsman movie? Sure. Um, we have that. We have that connection to X Men. <laughs> um, so yeah, that uh, Jeff. I thought Jeff Bridges was so stupid. Like, and I like Jeff Bridges a lot. Like, <laughs> a, a real lot. Like, I I, I like ninety percent of the movies he's in. But did you guys just think that that was like, like terrible? Like, I yes. Okay, he, I, he was pain, I, I, he I, was I, painful to watch, and it definitely felt like Channing Tatum was phoning it in. And <laughs> I can't blame either of them for the performance because yeah. of the characters and the dialogue they had to play. But it. Both were were rough to watch on screen. I kind of put them both on par. Jeff Bridges was was worse, but he was on screen less. So, all right. So the way the way I viewed this particular thing was that I, you know, this is, to me was more of a mockery of what the Brits would actually view <laughs> Americans as, yeah. as as a stereotype as a stereotype of Americans. That's how I looked at it, and that's how they were playing it. Now I was probably reading into this, so yeah. That's why I didn't mind it. I thought it was pretty bad, but I didn't. I didn't mind it because I was like, maybe this. This is just a stereotype of what you know they probably do in like a comic books if they're like the statesman. Because we were all, oh, we just want to drink our 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 bourbon and our tequila and get all hammered up, and we all Texans and Montanians and shit like that. That's kind of the way I looked at it. Well, the other thing I didn't like, uh, like I, I mean, I again, I'm getting too many down the, the rabbit hole of the things I don't like. I did not like the fact that they. Again, I, this is another funny thing that I brought up um, in, a, in a quick text, but I love the fact that people are, are using John Denver this summer, like the the Rocky Mountain. <laughs> I was thinking like, the same thing during the movie. <laughs> uh, West Virginia, you know, take me home, whatever it is. Uh, Rocky Mountain home, I guess is the name of it. But yeah, it's fucking Kentucky, and you're playing a song about legitimately about West Virginia. Like any other song, any other song. Yeah. But it has two separate states. That's just little things that, like, Think about it, like just detail. Well, and man. it was a, it was a and it was a British guy that was in love with the song. <laughs> exactly. So, but but and it was a terrible it was a terrible rendition. We've now got we've now got two we've now got two Channing Tatum movies. Now I don't want to get to the Mark Strong rendition of it because it's going to make me talk about Mark Strong's death, which you know we've got we've we've got time to get to that point. Yeah, we'll get to that. But anyway, I mean, but I want to get back to something I did like though. I I did like for the most part the like the whiskey character, but 
uh, it kind of went down. Like, it just got to be a little much at the end, I guess. But uh, uh, lack of lack of violence in this movie, like that was one of the things I thought made made the first movie ha- like hilarious. I think the it wasn't as like comedic violence in this movie. Does that make, does that make sense? Yes, okay. absolutely. I thought that was one of the best parts. Of, like just the obs- obscene amount of just like blood guts gore, like on, on upon death scenes in the movie. This was a little less, a little more tame. Um, Fair enough. The, I mean, I enjoyed, I enjoyed that last fight scene, the, the one where they actually showed up in Poppy Land. I actually remember coming out of that, going, I actually enjoyed that whole, like that whole setup after a, a specific death. That's all I'm gonna say about that, and we'll get into that a little bit later. But like after that scene where it all kind of went through, I was like, I'm. This is this is reminiscent of the of the Kingsman, uh, uh, I guess, uh, franchise. Did y'all not feel the same way during that scene? I mean, it, it was, no it, has, it has its, it has its moments, I guess, but I, to be honest, like, I, I thought the Elton John cameo was, was under, they didn't use the way they should. I, I see. I, I, so they may not have used it how they should, but they overused it at the yeah, same time. Yeah, they totally overused it. I'll agree yeah. with that. It, it may have I hit twice, um, but yeah. they, they attempted far more than that and they went a lot bigger than that so it was it was pretty yeah did you i like i was upset that they never even did he sing benny and the jets i can't remember he he didn't okay he's, so that's the sang, fucking dogs wednesday set, like or, or the fucking dogs it, names yeah, were benny and wednesday. benny and jet and like it yeah. would have been so much better if they had that oh my god i didn't even realize that <laughs> that that's one of those oh, ones that i was man. laughing at and then like nobody else picked up on uh so I was like, man, if that would have been so much better, if like he would sing Benny and the Jets, and then they would like that was like their song that would get him to like calm down or something, you know? Uh, yeah. So that would have been like more creative and a fun way to use Elton John, but uh, it was like just kind of stupid. But like it was funny. Like don't get me wrong, I laughed at the fact that Elton John was in this movie. Um, but yeah, I don't know the the meat grinder thing at the beginning. I like that. Uh, with the and, and, with the way that they and, were, and I agree with you. I I I liked Poppy's character. I thought she was she was like a good villain in those terms, where she just kind of whispers like, "Put your friend in the meat grinder," <laughs> or kind of thing. And and the guy kind of reacts like, "What?" <laughs> and she's just like being all sweet and gentle, and just basically says it really again. And that's why I was like, "This I, I I'm liking this character." So, so sorry, no, but I, saying, I, I think I generally agree with like the way like most people I, like I go. I go back and forth on it. Like it's, it's definitely like one of those movies that I like. I liked half of it. I like, I, you know, I like. Mo- I liked about fifty fifty. I'm fifty fifty on it. That's about the best way to put it. I thought I was. I was entertained. There's some things like like I thought it was way longer than it should have been. Um, this was a, almost a two and a half hour movie. I think it was at one point. Um, maybe yeah, two was, hours. I guess long. with the previews, it was over two and a half two, hours. Like, it was two twenty. Yeah, like two ten. Yeah. Oh, two twenty. We were in the theater for yeah. Two and so, half. I mean. I'm glad I went to it like a like around 8:45 cuz I left out of there and it was 11, you know, I think it was damn near 11:30 at the time I left the theater. Um so <laughs> definitely not you know it's about a little bit about 20 minutes longer than I probably should have been, but um yeah. I I I did read something interesting where they said like the first movie was was one of those ones that people considered like a um satire. Uh, and then this was more of a farce. So, and that was a 
positive review I read about that, and I was like, I don't understand why, like, a, I feel like a farce would be a bad thing. Um, yeah. But anyway, um, yeah, it just, it, it's just, it was, it was, it was okay. Like, it was, it was, made me laugh at, at times. I enjoyed some of the action sequences, but the story itself was a little disjointed, a little, um, a little lackluster, but again, like, if they, do you, do I think they're going to make a third movie? Yes, because of the fact that they just, they're first in the box, like, they were number one in the box office. They're going to make money. They're going to probably gain a profit off of it um, because sometimes people just like, you know, something fun. So, yeah. anyway, that's really all I got I mean, about see, the movie. I like, I like yeah. fun things too, Sean. Yeah, I know you do, but sometimes oh, you... Uh, sometimes you get disappointed. Yeah, too. sometimes you just, like, you want more fun things and you don't get enough, so... You just you wanted more. It happens. It happens. It's, not, it's nothing so, wrong with okay. that to expect to like expect nah. greatness and get and when you get like something that you think it could be good, but you know when you're looking for filet mignon and you get a hot dog, it looks like a piece of shit compared to the filet mignon. So no, um, see, so that's why you always order the porterhouse. So <laughs> this isn't a just to this isn't a, like a, this was a bad movie versus my expectations, in my opinion, because I'll eat a hot dog. If somebody tells me we're going out for Flamion and the restaurant's closed and I have to go get a hot dog on a on a cart, I just saved myself forty bucks and I got a hot dog. Hot dogs are delicious, no complaints. Is it different than what I expected? That's fine. This was just a flat out, in my opinion, a, a movie that uh, was not very good. Um, I I do want to call out a few good things though. If if, I, if I'm if I'm okay to jump with that. Oh, by all means. Yeah, go for I it. I want to hear what you actually No, I want to hear the positives. Good. Yeah. So, Dave, Dave mentioned he loved uh, Julianne Moore's uh, poppy villain. And I will say when she was introducing herself and she called out her love of the 50s and that love was based off of Greece and American graffiti, I thought that was kick-ass and I was super enthusiastic to, to see this character. Um because I, I saw those movies when I was a young kid, too, and I, I thought they were great, and I was pretty obsessed with diners and things like that. Um, and then I met Julianne Moore, and I thought she was terrible. But for that... <laughs> Wait, in person or just in the character? In the character. Um, I met um, Poppy. You know, we saw Poppy for the first time, and I, it was just too... I, I, overall, my suspension of disbelief for this movie did not work, and so that just made the whole movie fail for me. Um, but I will say that that line, I was pretty excited um, and then the, the other thing that, that absolutely worked was obviously Colin Firth's character returned and, you know, he was shot in the eyeball. So he, he survived, which is perfectly fine. We won't talk about how he survived, but either way, the eye doesn't exist anymore. So his depth perception <laughs> is, is certainly no longer present. And, uh, when he first kind of becomes himself again and gets into a fight, with the, of course, caricature, as we referenced, of the British portrayal or understanding of, of the uh, Americans. Um, I think that might have been the West Virginians but at that point because that was pretty pretty, pretty country in that guy. Yeah. Um, and so that was a fun gag where he uh, they basically set it up with the first, basically resetting up the bar fight from the original Kingsman. Um, but this time Colin Firth, Colin Firth misses uh, you know, Galahad misses with the umbrella tossing the the stein at the gentleman um, because his death perception is off. So they played that. That was good fun. Uh, I think they then subsequently overused it a little bit because he's too smart to not realize. But um, I thought that was a I thought it was a good gag. Definitely, definitely thought that worked really well. 
that's the end. <laughs> that's that's all you've got on on the good news. That's all I've got. That's not that's not terrible. <laughs> I mean, you, you found some yeah. you found some silver linings, or I guess <laughs> I guess is the best way to put it. You 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 worked with it, so you know that was it. You you actually stuck it out, so that's that's always I, a good. thing. I would have walked out if we weren't going to have to talk about it. Really, also, you would have walked out. I you really thought it, you thought that was that bad. Dude, I that's, rarely that's walk a, out on movies. I, yeah. I do too. The last yeah. movie I walked out of was Bubble Boy. That's a great movie. It might be. It Man, might be. See, I walked out of Zoolander too. I didn't see Zoolander too. Yeah. See, but that's at the time I was. No, I, at I, the time I, I, turned I didn't appreciate I, Bubble Boy, and I haven't seen it since. But that was the last movie I walked out of. God. Interesting that you like. I, I I guess I just didn't. Oh wait, no, wait, wait. Last movie I turned off recently, and we've discussed this was uh, the the Great Wall. Oh yeah, yeah. Thirty I minutes into it, that, yeah. I that was that was the furthest I could go in that one. Thirty minutes. So, if I would have seen that in picture in theaters, I probably would have walked out. So, okay, fair enough. All right. Uh-oh. What about you, Dave? You got any, uh, any other one. thoughts on like things you like that you that we didn't talk oh, about? Things you God. didn't like. Uh, so, uh, you know. The the one scene that kind of distressed me a little bit, just because of the way I thought this movie was going, was the um, how he planted the tracker. I was like, if I was actually with like a date or something like that, you're you're like, man, this would this would have been a little a little questionable scene. Oh, you yeah. know what I mean? I, I, I like I, I was I forgot about that part. To be honest, like I, I was like. Jesus, like they're going, they're pretty much just showing it all. I, don't, I was a little kind of like taken aback by that. So, so I was going to save that for my favorite part of the movie, but um, was that, that, that was that, your favorite part of the movie? <laughs> yeah, you, you guys don't like fingering. I no, I don't like so, watching the, the the lead up to it, and I was a little like, man, shit, we could have just done without actually seeing I, him actually do I it. I thought so. that was so that scene itself, I didn't like because I thought it was a, just. A very similar scene to the same one in the first one where they had to try to get the girl. Uh, I mean, it was not the same Except result, they got but, drugged. but yeah, but yeah. it was like similar like setup. So where they had to do something with like a female. Um, but I have a I have a concern that you guys didn't realize I was being facetious. Uh, with the uh, ah, yeah, I was a little <laughs> I was a little uncomfortable with that. So I was like. <laughs> Just gonna try to brush was, past that. That no, that that was so. That movie just solidified the fact that if I think Matthew Vaughn, I don't know if he has a fourteen-year-old son or a twelve-year-old son, but some producer or director, somebody that was a part of this movie, had a fourteen or twelve-year-old adolescent son write this movie, and the jumping through shit and the <laughs> having to finger a girl to track her <laughs> and all of that is exactly what those kids would come up with and for some reason somebody was like yeah we're gonna stick with it this is what we're doing this makes perfect sense what i read was that matthew vaughn was doing that to kind of be make audiences uncomfortable like he did with the anal sex scene in the first one but the first one the the anal sex it was subtle the anal sex joke was was too big for my take i wasn't offended i wasn't uncomfortable about it i thought thought it was was hilarious because i thought it was stupid but um it was was just yeah it was just kind of like off-putting slightly, but it was kind of like it was off-screen kind of thing. Really irritated, and that's all it was. Really I guess the, not the scene, to... but the actual joke about it. It's like, oh, in the asshole. Like, <laughs> uh, like... <laughs> to to follow up on that, I I was completely blown away that they chose to bring that character back as his girlfriend uh, in this movie. I I thought that was agreed. I thought that was like agreed. I... Unnecessary. <laughs> like it gave you the one it gave us the one good scene where he was um his buddy was using the glasses and he was like 
looking through his glasses while he was getting fed the information and he was telling him, you know, put that shit down, you, you know, close it or shit like that. That was the only thing to me that that was the only point for writing her in as a character so they could have that one throwaway stupid comedic scene. But they could have had him dating any. I mean, Anybody I actually didn't mind. That, yeah. I didn't mind her being back. I, I know. I was perfectly fine with her being back. But you know, and that's kind of I think they were showing that this is different than James Bond because James James Bond gets a new girl every every movie. Every movie this time, yeah. this time he's sticking with a girl. That, that's perfectly fine. Nothing wrong with that. Um, but if that's if that's the one benefit that you get from it, then you could have done that with anybody. Yeah, I don't know. I just I don't know. I just that 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 was kind of just uh, off putting. Um, but yeah, and I'm trying to think of the one, the other scene that was killing me that I, I could not like stand and I'm blanking right now. On what, it. Was um, it the fact that they were on a 17 hour flight and at the very end of it, they decided they want to make, make cocktails and stand around awkwardly <laughs> while the movie's already two hours and 20 minutes and you have to watch them slowly make cocktails and say nothing. And then all of a sudden they're, they make the cocktails and they're at their destination because I'm I'm frequently on 17-hour flights where I forget how long we were on a plane and decide as we're about to land that I need to have a cocktail. No, I just remember what it was. Oh. It was the the killings of half of the characters <laughs> that I really enjoyed in this entire franchise. Oh yeah, with your your boy uh, Strong, right? Mark, uh, Mark Strong. Can, is that right? I, I think uh, he's talking about the big bullshit. Roxy and the dog. Freaking. Oh yeah. Yeah, Roxy yeah. was like, why the fuck did we have to kill Roxy? Why? She was the best part of that whole that whole movie. <laughs> and then they kill her off. The best part. I was very disappointed by that. The dog was killed. His friend was killed. Mark Strong was killed, which was, by Different, the way, separate. that death was pissed me off. It was, so So I don't, okay, we're going to get into it now. That death we're getting was into it. We're, we're already obnoxious. In it. She had already told them to bring him in alive, which means they would have turned off the mines. We'd already learned earlier in the movie that they can turn off the mines why would you approach somebody standing on a mine when you can turn off the mine before you approach him when you know that mines can explode? Absolutely obnoxious. And getting to that point, they brought a minesweeper that was shaped like a baseball bat, yet they didn't detect the one mine that they cro- whose path they crossed. Yeah. And then as soon yeah. as they don't yeah. detect it, they no longer use the minesweeper, and they can walk anywhere else in the forest, <laughs> and there's no more yep. mines. So they randomly found the one mine when they had the min- minesweeper, and they also brought in the briefcase that's also a rocket launcher and machine gun. They brought the spray that can freeze a mine just long enough, not to not explode, but to swap people. I, I, just, I got nothing. This, just, 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 you got to suspend your disbelief at this point and just, you know, drink yourself retarded at this point. I, <laughs> I wish I had. That, I that, I that's had. why I'm saying, like, that scene killed me. That's why I was so happy about the next scene where they actually had the battle and I was like, "All right, this is a little bit better." I was, I enjoyed the battle scene a little bit. Just the the briefcase, the briefcase machine gun. I think was my favorite part of that whole thing. I don't know why. I just enjoyed that. You didn't, you didn't like that they 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 brought the baseball shaped grenade instead of the normally grenade shaped grenade, so they can hit it with a baseball bat. Because who doesn't like to hit grenades with with other objects? But did he? But did he hit it with the baseball bat? Did he hit it with the umbrella? I thought he hit it with the umbrella. He lobbed it to whatever it was. I don't care. I thought it was the baseball bat. Yeah, but I, I thought he hit it with the umbrella. You're right. That's that make, like, that makes it shit. not explode. Okay. Um, <laughs> it doesn't matter. <laughs> it, it made zero sense. <laughs> what? Well, the thing was, is what was the point of allowing, and I agree with you, Like that, it wasn't like it was like an instant explosion, right? Because they, they let the doors close, they hit it in there, and then 
the guys were kept shooting. They they saw the thing get shot in, then they run in, and the explosion doesn't do shit. So it wasn't even like a distractionary like you know explosion to allow them to sneak in. They literally hit it, then ran in, and then it exploded. So it. it uh, damn it, y'all are killing me. I was I was truly trying to. I was trying to, uh, you know, give this scene some good credit, and now I'm getting upset with it. <laughs> you might as well just call it a night on that. <laughs> yeah, it's, yeah it's, all right, it's, I'm giving up on that. I, I don't want to get, so, in my mind, overall, the action did not live up. Um, we, oh, and, agreed. I mean, agreed this, the movie made me not want, I didn't actually get to watch the original one before seeing it. Yeah. And so after the movie, it actually kind of made me feel like watching, I didn't finish Boondock Saints 2, so that was the last movie I didn't finish. Um but that I haven't since trying Boondock Saints too. I haven't watched the original Boondock Saints. Um, this movie, and I'll probably watch Kingsman again. But this movie made me not want to watch the first one. But I did go back and watch that fight scene in the church, and that one was <laughs> still awesome. I mean, that's it was, the best. It was absolutely that's the phenomenal. Best. That was, was a great scene. Beautiful, just just exquisite. Um, but uh, I think you were disappointed because they showed the aftermath of it in this one and didn't actually get to live up to it and actually show it in this particular one. It just didn't. It just they didn't. They didn't. Not only did they not equal it, they just fell far below it. And but, anyways, beyond the action, um, there you know, obviously there was some entertainment there, but a lot of it, my suspension of dif- disbelief, as I referenced, was just not there. So too much of it was just not caring. Um, but I, talking about the plot, if you guys want to go into it, I don't know if you guys are okay with that or if we want to. I mean, I'm a. I mean, the am- I'm a leave. The it. one thing we didn't talk about was the amnesia, like the some of the things that like sort of got into Galahad, like the returning of like one of the main characters who who died in the first. I mean, maybe with that said, that they can return characters from this movie then that died. Hence the Mark Strong. I could see him coming back as like a robot pieced together. I think um, what they do is they'll find out his left eye survived, and they'll insert that. Into, <laughs> they'll insert that into Galahad. Yeah, and exactly. Then he's going to control the left hand, and it's going to be a good, good fun. Oh competing. my God! Please don't <laughs> say that because I have a bad feeling that's what's going to happen in the third one. That would be funny, though. Uh, no, it would I, not. It would be terrible. I think it'd be funny. <laughs> Just the idea. The idea is funny because it's it's ridiculous. Oh. That's why I'm laughing. I'm hoping maybe they just find his brain and they put it like in a in a jar and we get maybe like a, a Futurama type esque thing. <laughs> That's all I'm really hoping. Maybe maybe Robocop two. Maybe we'll go that route. Oh goodness, man! I, I just yeah. I I don't know. I don't but, know. So Sean, but on, yeah, go ahead. On that oh, go ahead. Go ahead, Dave. No, no, no. I was gonna say you you were saying something about the plot. You wanted to. Oh, I, th- I thought Sean wanted to talk about the amnesia. I I thought that was perfectly fine, but they they played it. It, it was too. The movie was too long for them to play the amnesia <laughs> angle for so long. Exactly, and and like they, I feel like the same thing happened right with uh, another character, and they just it, it was like two seconds, like instant. Yeah, yeah, no problem. And it's like what the fuck? Like why couldn't and, you? That could have saved you 10 minutes of the movie. And then we find out at the end of the movie, we have this obnoxious exposition of him explaining it when we already understood. Yeah. So, and if his goal was, yeah. So that, that was a huge, and it's, brains are different. Brains can be weird, whatever, but it was, it was absolutely. Ridiculous. Yes. There's a word you're looking for. There was a lot about this movie that was ridiculous. I'm, I'm still not on your, you, you haven't convinced me yet, Matt, that it was a terrible movie, but I'm, and I don't want to. I like people enjoying movies. I no, just, no, no, no. I'm, not, I'm just saying. Like you're, you're pointing out, you're pointing out facts. You're pointing out facts that are, I think, 
because I was it was more hyped up for me that I was I wanted it to be better. So maybe I'm just a little you know biased in that perspective. But the more and more we kind of talk about it, I mean it's basically with any movie where you have to suspend some some disbelief at some point. But the more and more we get into it, the more and more I'm like, yeah, he's got a good point. That wasn't as good as the first one. No, that wasn't so, as good as so that that's one. why I didn't that want to. I good. didn't want to. That's you. You mentioned that I didn't kind of. You were surprised my by my opinion. I didn't want to spoil your guys' perception of the movie before we talked about it, and I don't want to spoil it now. I just don't want your liking of the movie to then influence other movie producers to create movies that are similar to this. No, I think. Uh... <laughs> Well, I think that's already done, man. It looks like this one's uh, Shit. taking some cake. So you might have to deal with it for the third one. So we might have Mark Strong coming back as an eyeball <laughs> in um, Colin Firth's uh, you know, body. So should be interesting. I will say this, Matt. Uh, I think what, what we've approved by this is that since there's not a fourth person tonight, um, is that your opinion just is, is ridiculous. <laughs> yeah, no, no, I'm, I'm clearly wrong. <laughs> I'm, I'm being very emphatic about it to try yeah. to compensate for the fact that yeah. i'm in the minority um <laughs> but i i do want to talk about the plot a little bit even though okay. i'm wrong yeah, go for it and i don't like being nitpicky i i i'm seeing a movie and for entertainment i'm i'm perfectly fine if you're telling me something's happening i i don't like to nitpick every now and then i'll joke about it but it usually doesn't detract from the movie for me mm-hmm. um this movie was obnoxious in that sense <laughs> Um, for one, why did Poppy target the Kingsmen when there's the Statesmen's, when there's the CIA, MI6, NSA, every other country where she's selling drugs has not only secret a- secret agencies that are known, but these Statesmen and Kingsmen-like services. Why was it only the Kingsmen that was a threat to them? I don't think she um, knew about Kings. Uh, did, did she know about Statesmen? I don't even know. If- you, okay, you're right. So she only knew about, she knew about Kingsmen because she recruited the Kingsmen candidate. Right? Yeah. But she also didn't care about the rest of the secret agents that we all knew about. For some reason, they weren't a problem. And then once she announced herself to the world, no other agency cared about her. Only the Kingsmen wanted to stop her. So there's other countries that matter. And then only the President of the United States was the perception that we saw. And it was the very cliche, caricature, southern, terrible politician that we've all seen before, but <laughs> done terribly. And Which is upsetting because I, I really like that actor who's who I'm forgetting about, Captain Pike from... Uh, uh, the original Star, the Star Trek 2009 reboot. So just, I don't know, everything about that was was rough. And then the fact that um, Mark Strong was able to, able to synthesize a a version of the drug that was poison that was work quicker than her version, but he couldn't synthesize. Nobody can synthesize the antidote very well. Was a little obnoxious. And then the fact that they could, they knew where she was because they sent a lawyer to her to negotiate and sign the the policy to get her to give the antidote, but nobody would then storm her base to, it sounds like I'm the only one that's, I don't even feel like I'm being very nitpicky. These are just, no, no, these are just things that you you noticed. Like it's, I mean, that's, that's fair. I I guess I just didn't look into that as much as uh, a lot of those things. Cause I was just there as like, I, if you've seen America is not the only country, right? So, I mean, every country had the problems, but that was the only, and Wait, again, statesmen and country. kingsmen aren't the only ones that exist. So, I, yeah, uh, they, I mean, yeah. you'll see more. I'm sure. Like, uh, I'm sure there'll be like a uh, um, some sort of like uh, something ridiculous. Oh, I don't need, I don't no, even, no, I don't even mean like of the, the secret secret agents. I mean yeah. of the MI. I'm going to go back to MI6 CIA. Those all exist too, and we know about it. Yet they're doing nothing. Yeah. So it's, it, it. I guess it's just. I mean, who's the real player in the world? That's kind of what they went with, I guess. I don't know. 
um, we're like the we're like the police. Did you not see Team America? I mean, Team America, fuck yeah! Like <laughs> America's the only people that come in and try to save the day, right? It's a good song. Uh, yeah, that would work. <laughs> that would work. Uh, I, when all else fails, oh, yeah. just bring up Team America. <laughs> Not, but that, nothing, but that's nothing, you see what I'm, nothing will beat that. Nothing will beat. But that. you see my point, Matt. Like I feel like that's kind of was the thing that we're just the country that everybody like. Maybe that was like his I, little I, thing. I, I I get it, and I I do feel like I mean that's what I assume they were doing. But I feel like in a normal circumstance, you know, we, normally the movies have like the the generic round room where the world leaders all meet together. You at least there'd be at some point a, uh, you know the president telling all these other countries to suck it because this is what we're doing. <laughs> but instead it was just him and he was the only one she was negotiating with. Despite the fact that there are countries that, while there are countries that have more lax drug policies, there are countries that have much more severe drug policies. So it was very strange. And again, you're right. The world police kind of thing. People follow suit if that's the perspective, but still strange. Fair enough. But I, yeah, it's, I think it's, it is what it is. It, it's just, it, uh, we understand that there's just a lot of holes in the movie that you just didn't, uh, that we, that, you know, some people like we, like Dave and I kind of let it go, but I could see, I see your valid, like your points are valid is what I'm trying to say. And I, like, I, I can understand why you wouldn't be a fan of the movie, but at the same time, those things didn't ruin it for me as much as they seemed to have for you. Did, which, did the, uh, did the obnoxious, um, cages that the United States held on, on retainer we don't talk on, about that one we don't talk we about don't, that that was we don't talk about the, that and the cg that rivals <laughs> yeah I, that was i mean it's a low budget film right that's right yeah. <laughs> it's not avatar and, 2 it's another and, 250 million dollar budget and, and it's not like they were violent so why do they have to be in cages at all anyway? <laughs> yeah they, they were like because they stood there come on that that makes perfect sense they were more of a danger to themselves they just stood there they were more danger to traffic because they could just stop in the middle of the street and then traffic has to go around them. That was the worst thing that could possibly happen because they wouldn't even fall over. So I don't know. So did she ha- – and then so people were doing drugs for like a week. Did, was there – was there like – did she – was she a logistics mastermind that made sure that everybody did the poison drugs at the exact same instant so that they'd be poisoned at the exact same time and that the antidote would get there? Or is it just some people would die no matter what? Because I'm pretty they sure did a lot of people died because two days they, had, they, had, they showed. No, well, they, they showed they, some they people dying. No, I know. They, did, they showed some people die. So yeah, I mean, just, but I no, I. Uh. Maybe if they just would have played like leave on, uh, their heads would have exploded, and then uh, the world would have been free of people who are druggies. Although then her business would have been well, shot. So considering <laughs> we wiped we wiped out like you know in the last movie we more or less wiped out like the entire. Um, you know, bureaucracy class of uh, of all the countries. So it's true. Uh, pretty free and clear. So I don't know. I'm uh, I'm impressed. Actually, her parents survived. That's true. So, That's a good point. So you know, we'll 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 uh, we'll we'll disregard that. You know, again, suspend your disbelief. Just just you just kind of move forward because no one else apparently talks about the fact that everybody's head exploded. <laughs> that was a leader of, of the, of the of, free world. Every single country. Yeah. Yeah, not only in the free world, but like pretty much everywhere. So, and every celebrity pretty much had their head explode. So, regardless, lots of money just opened up, and lots of people became uh, billionaires because of uh, they were like the you know the second, the third, last cousin of this particular surviving family member. But yeah, whatever. 
Alrighty. So y'all got any more y'all want to talk on this movie, or y'all think we've sufficiently? I think we've, uh, dri- I think we've dried the tea down. We, 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 alrighty. We, we we've done that. So uh, I guess we can go ahead and move into our potent picks then, uh, real quick on that because I think we we've established pretty much everybody's uh, final opinion on that particular film. So we we can uh, move on forward to our potent picks for the week. So uh, Sean, why don't you start us off with your potent pick for the week? All right. Well, this week I'm going to go ahead and um, I know I. I think I uh, I had to I had to do like a double check because I couldn't remember if I've talked about this movie before or not, but I it's it's been a long time since I'd watched this. I decided to uh, give it a go again, and I know Matt, you, you've kind of taken your uh, your your crack at long movie series like this, but I wanted to start watching the original like um, the diehards movies i know christmas is coming up and i'm going to get excited but i got to talking to somebody about the live freer diehard and there's five movies because there's the most recent one was a, it's a good day to die hard so i think i'm going to go ahead and recommend the the diehard the diehards first three the original trilogy <laughs> <laughs> not i because i have i have to go back and watch the other two because i don't really remember the most recent one i was trying to quote some diehard things russia and, yeah i knew it was you russia can't. but it's russia that's all son, i got J, jmj but uh i yeah the first three diehards great movies uh bruce willis in his heyday so um scope those out if you get the uh the chance to do if you uh can find them um definitely take it take advantage of the opportunity and watch all all three of the originals but uh of the original trilogy i should say and samuel jackson's in the third so what's not to love about that uh <laughs> But uh, I think his name is Zeus, right? Zeus? Yeah. Yeah. Hey, yep. hey, hey Zeus. Hey Zeus? No, it's Hey Zeus. <laughs> um, but yeah, that, that's my uh, movie pick for the week. In terms of a, uh, a beverage to check out, so I was on the road this past week, and I know we talk a lot about whiskeys, and I decided to do a uh, Manhattan with some uh, Knob Creek. So Knob Creek makes a great... Um, was it a perfect Manhattan? Yeah, it was. It was perfect. It should have been. It should have been. <laughs> I think. I th- and I think. I think Matt. I know you talked about the uh, perfect Manhattan, but this is not just a Manhattan. This is more like just Knob Creek is a great whiskey. So if you get an opportunity, I think I can't remember if I've recommended this or Matt might have recommended it before. But um, just because I had some over the past week, I think it's definitely worth recommending. Um, next time you're getting some uh, some some bourbon, check out Knob Creek. It's solid. So. That's uh, what I'm sort of uh, going to recommend for this week. Uh, but uh, Matt, what about you? What do you uh, want to recommend to our listeners this week for your picks? So, so real quick on the Die Hard, um, I, I think you should include Live for Your Die Hard in that. I think after the hiatus for it, I think the fourth one did a great job. Um, and if you felt about Kingsman, the Golden Circle, the same way I did. I'd recommend <laughs> watching A Good Day to Die Hard over watching the Kingsman Golden Circle again. Because um, I, know, I know I will. Um, <laughs> uh, in terms of what, what uh, I do want to give Matthew Vaughn uh, proper credit, and I will say that uh, you should check out Stardust, and that's actually going to give you some Charlie Cox action as the lead before he became the Daredevil, and you're going to have a good time. Um, Fun cast overall with uh, Claire Danes and uh, Robert De Niro. So it's just a, f- a fun movie, kind of a, a fresh uh, take on kind of a fran- fantasy genre that you may not, you know, a, a story that you might not be familiar. Obviously, a lot of a, a lot of aspects that you're familiar with, but maybe a story you're not um, 
you know, in terms of it's not a Lord of the Rings or Harry Potter, so it gives you some something fresh in that sense. And um, a drink, and I I know we have talked about this before, but uh, I did get to try the higher hell. I'm uh, sorry, the Heller High Watermelon from Twenty First Amendment Brewing in uh, mm-hmm. California. I gotta recommend it. I I was very surprised to be able to to find it. And I um, was pretty happy to try it. And, I, you know, it's not something that you're going to want to, you know, finish a six-pack on by yourself or have a ton. But it, it's definitely something worth uh, worth trying. It's, a, it's a, a nice, refreshing beer. We're getting into fall, so, you know, maybe you won't get it now. But definitely, if you're listening to this, you, you know, months later and it's summertime, check out Hell or High Watermelon. You won't be disappointed. <laughs> what about you, Dave? So, you know... We, we we were kind of talking about Julianne Moore and some of her her uh, her flicks as is in this and her character uh, that we were doing in this one. But uh, so I was kind of thinking about some good Julianne Moore movies, and Evolution popped up in my head. I don't know if y'all remember Orlando this one. Orlando Jones. Uh, David, there you go, and David Duchovny. Uh, who else? Oh, Sean William Scott. Um, just classic. One of those stupid like I remember going to see it in the theaters just thinking this was a stupid movie but I really really enjoyed how stupid it was and Orlando Jones in this was just hilarious especially when yeah. the, uh, the 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 parasite gets inside of him and that, that whole scene was just 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 classic just classic basically like you know uh, uh probe jokes that uh, you would get with aliens and kind of stuff so um always a classic um Julianne Moore kind of plays her very serious um thing in this so it's always great to have like a very serious actor playing with a bunch of you know um uh goofballs is probably the best Juvenile, way to put it so yeah. It, it, it yeah it, it, and it's it always works well in these types of situations where you get the, the straight the straight man or in this particular case a straight woman you get that and it just works perfectly you know show me you got I mean, he's basically Stifler in every single one of these movies, or just a variation of how a dumber version of Stifler. So, you know, it, it works really well. Um, in terms of drinking, I'm going to say, I'm going to go ahead and recommend, if you have not had a Yingling um, Light, go for it. I mean, that was, that, it blew my freaking mind this week, and, and I'm, I'm disappointed that I never knew about this in, in previous times. So, um, if you've already had it, you probably already know how good it is, um, but if you haven't, if you can find it, by all means, go for it. If you're if you're in the west of the Mississippi, unfortunately, Louisiana is your only location to find it. But if you're east of the Mississippi, apparently it's everywhere. So, you know, congratulations to all you, you East Coast folks. So, good job. Y'all, y'all did well. Um, but I think that'll do it for us for uh, Potent Picks this week. So, uh, as Sean mentioned earlier, you can follow us on uh, Twitter at Potent Pictures. And that's the same thing on Instagram. And then always, you can email us at potentpicturespodcast at gmail.com. Our website is potentpictures.wordpress.com. So go ahead and you can listen to any of our previous episodes uh, outside of our 10 that are being shown on uh, iTunes. I think this is number 31 uh, this week. So, you know, all, all 31 will be out there. Uh, go ahead and listen to them. And uh, like I said, if you if you have any questions or anything that you, you, you want to bring up, suggestions, maybe beer, maybe a movie we should review, you can always email us at uh, our email, which is potentpicturespodcast at gmail.com. And we do have a Facebook page. If you want to respond to Sean, he will gladly uh, take requests through the Facebook page as well. Can we not message you through that, Sean? Is that correct? No, I th- I'm not sure, actually. I don't I don't think I ever tried to message people through Facebook. But, uh, yeah, we definitely will have our email address well, up, uh, up on we'll, there. We'll, actually, wait. Screw, screw you can, messaging with, Sean. Can, can somebody uh, message me in support of not liking this movie? <laughs> well, there you or go. Or just there send you it go. to if our you, Twitter you, or just, our Facebook, and I can I can send them directly to Matt for that. 
<laughs> he'll appreciate that that he's got some support out in the world because right now it's not looking like uh most of the the uh the fans are feeling that but a few sparse fans but here and there but you know get, make him feel better about it maybe he's uh maybe if everybody you know has some positive messages about this he he might give it a second look and maybe uh come around but we're doubting this might be his new death star so we'll see how it goes uh, but on that note, boys, I think next week have we decided on what we're looking at? Was it? Uh... I think I'm. I, I mean, if I had to recommend one, and I think um, you guys might be a fan of this, is American Made with Tom Cruise. Um, oh, I was thinking that. Yeah, great. I was, I, I was actually expecting you to pick Flatliners just to spite my love for Tom Cruise, Sean. <laughs> so I'm. I, I appreciate that. I will. I, I will watch. I, I, Golden I'm excited Circle again just because you made that decision. You're, I mean, your boy Domhnall Gleeson's in this too, right? I think. Hell's yeah. Yeah, so <laughs> I figured uh, you'd be all over this one. But uh, if it's not, it's either that or I was going to recommend um, the stronger movie with Jake Gyllenhaal. But that's... Oh. Uh, so no love for the Flatliners Ellen Page take. I, no, I'm not. So I, apparently, I so really... isn't that, a, isn't that a, a, not a remake, but a sequel to that Flatliners movie from like, the 90s or something I think like it's that? I think it's a it, it was 1990 with uh Kiefer Sutherland and uh yeah. Kevin Bacon, Oliver Platt, uh Julia Roberts, oh, wow. people. Um Jesus. So Some classics in that right. one. So it's a reboot though. It's not a uh not a Oh, sequel. it's a reboot. Yeah, okay. Exactly. I Okay, I didn't know if it somebody I had read somewhere that it might have been like a, a sequel to it like she was picking up where um, one of them left in that in that particular. Oh, you're, I mean, uh, I guess, I guess so. you're right. It could be one of those homages that you, they're, he's going to find. She's going to find studies and start it up. You're yeah, right. I guess that and could just be kind it. of basically restart. But I don't think it's it a, could be that. But I don't you, know. no, you're probably right. I'm sure that is what it is. But it's not the but, sequel in the sense of uh, we, live free, die hard, or yeah. So good day to I die mean, hard. So essentially, <laughs> you guys are cool with either American. Well, we'll I mean, I think we're yeah, we'll figure American it out. Made, and, but um, yeah. we'll, we'll kind of get Peter's input and see what he thinks. But um, I'd be I'd be fine with I mean, seeing American we, Made this week. I think I mean let's be honest. What's her face is in it? I'm I'm blanking on her name. Oh, oh shoot, what's her name? Oh, Sarah Wright. She's always a great one to add to it. That's his wife. Um, Accurate. I'm trying to think. I of saw who, the trailer. I think the her, blonde hair. Is that was, what The blonde yeah, hair. Yeah, girl, she's yeah. She's in. Uh, she was in a couple of How I Met Your Mother episodes. Yeah. Uh, she's in. She's always in like a bunch of little yeah. random roles. She's been in a couple there, series so. that didn't, series that didn't land, but yeah, she's she's, she's yeah. a familiar face and always nice to see her. Yep, indeed. So we'll go ahead and go support her and her uh, her acting ability. But you know, you also have Jamma Maze in that one too. So she's always a good uh, comedic. Uh, it, she kind of always reminds me of uh, oh god, what's her face from? Uh, you just you just said a name. I don't know. Yeah, I don't know. Who so is. she. Are you talking about the girl that was also is, in an episode of How I Met Your Mother? She might have actually been that. She one was as in well. Glee. Yes. I didn't know she had a real name. She is apparently. I'm, I'm a, I'm like a fan was, of hers, though. I never learned her name. I'm thinking. So she was one of the. She kind of always reminds me of uh, Anna Faris in in a way, like a um, like an off-brand of Anna Faris. I don't know why. She just reminds me of that. Don't know. I always get these two confused a lot of times. So she's the not married to. Um, well, I can't even say that anymore, huh? Aren't they divorced or something like that? But anyway, regardless. But while we're just throwing out random names, Jesse Plemons from uh, Fargo fame is also in this movie. Oh, nice. There you go. Well, all right. I think that'll do it for us tonight, guys. We'll we'll go ahead and uh, if we if we end up figuring out what movie we're going to go with, uh, we'll have Sean uh, tweet it out uh, in preparation for it. But uh, other than that, I think that'll do it for us. All right. Good night, everybody. <laughs> <laughs>